It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Yes, Christ the Lord indeed, ladies and gentlemen. We are 23 days away from Christmas Day 2019, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 218 of Raw Radio as we are getting your holiday set up power in a merry old-fashioned way with Dee Snyder and Twisted Sister from one of their better tunes, O Come Ye Faithful, ladies and gentlemen. And we are ready for Christmas, and we are ready for the end of the year and end of the decade, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode 218 of Raw Radio. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, as always, every Monday afternoon, and I'm with me is the guitar man himself now in the human suplex machine, John Gross. We hope you all had a wonderful and happy Thanksgiving, but now we're getting ready for Christmas, folks, and we are ready to talk and jam out like none other. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID one three eight seven four four pound. You can join us till five thirty. We are expecting the Ralph Stink and Al Patel, Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie, the Black Widow Michelle Lindarts, King NWO Gerard T. Smith, and the rest of the elves and uh, good boys and girls of Santa's Workshop, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting you set up for what will be no doubt a very fun stretch coming up over the next month or so as we end the decade in a big way and start twenty twenty and a big-time fireworks show. John, first off, I have to say to you, I hope you and everyone out there had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we are back, however, and ready to start the Christmas season in a big way. Good to be here. Yes, thank you very much. And, of course, we will have a lot to talk about this afternoon, so let's get into it right away. Okay. While John's stepping out, folks, let's tell you what's been going on since we last talked to you a week ago Monday, Howard. A lot has happened, Howard. Four college coaches, that's right, four college coaches are out as far as being let go, and another one resigned earlier today. Here is the story we can tell you about that, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier this weekend, Charlie Strong at South Florida, uh, Steve Adizo from Boston College, we understand Chris Peterson at Washington, who resigned early this morning, however, for the Washington Huskies, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, Rutgers Scarlet Knights brought an old familiar face back, ladies and gentlemen, in Greg Schiano, and of course, Old Miss, however. That's right, the Mississippi... Uh, University of Mississippi announced, ladies and gentlemen, that they have all made changes in their coaches, as well as the University of Missouri. Charlie Strong was let go yesterday, we understand. Mizzou's coach was fired Saturday morning after beating Arkansas, despite the fact they got to a bowl game at 6-6. Six and six. Chris Peterson, after being the coach at Boise State in Washington, of course, as you know, believe it or not, Howard, resigned early this morning. And two more coaches were shown the door this late this past weekend. That being said, folks, with bowl season just around the corner, it's going to be very interesting to see who's going where and what their next stop is going to be. But Greg Ciano, as we said, the Rutgers Scarlet Knights one-time coach hour is back with his alma mater, Rutgers, if you will. As a result, he signed a four-year, $32 million contract over the weekend to take over the Rutgers job and rebuild it from scratch, Howard, after a 2-9 and nine dismal season this past Sunday morning. In fact, it was yesterday morning, to be exact. That being said, with bowl season just around the corner and some big college games coming up this week, including the Big Ten and Big 12 Championship, as well as the SEC title games, we are going to tell you it is definitely that type of season. Coming up Saturday, we're going to have three great games. First at noon, the Big 12 Championship from AT&T Stadium in Big D, Dallas, Texas. The Baylor Bulldog, uh, Bears are looking to get back a little retribution on the Oklahoma Sooners after the Oklahoma Sooners and Jalen Hurts and Lincoln Riley beat them just three weeks ago in Waco, 31-28. In the SEC game, which will no doubt be the best game of the week, ladies and gentlemen, Georgia and LSU will be going at it at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. And then at 8 o'clock Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Big Ten title game will pit Ohio State, however, taking on Wisconsin. Ohio State coming off a big win against Michigan. 
Of course, Georgia coming off a big win against Georgia Tech. How, yes, Georgia Tech, 52-7. LSU beating Texas A&M in a blowout-type way this past week. And as we said, Baylor and Oklahoma are going to get it on the Big 12 for the championship. Oklahoma beating Oklahoma State. Baylor crushing Kansas. That being said, okay, John, thank you very much. We have definitely got a very exciting uh, weekend upcoming, however, to say the least. And with the conference championships just around the corner and bowl season soon to be upon us, John, we've got coaches that are looking for jobs, but we also got teams that are looking to punch their ticket to the big championship final four, however, as we start bowl season within a week from now. Your thoughts about what's going to happen over the next week? That's going to be pretty exciting. Oh, no doubt. It will be exciting. Yes, please go ahead. We still talking about NFL football? We're going to get into that next. Yes. Okay. We're going to get into that next. Yes. Good point there, John. Yes. Of course, the NFL also had its fair share of fun over the weekend, this weekend. Of course, it all started Thursday with the Chicago Bears being the Detroit Lions Tower in a close game in Detroit. The Dallas Cowboys stumbling yet again, ladies and gentlemen. Jason Garrett's <laughs> job is on the line right now in a big way, however, after the Buffalo Bills went in and smashed the Cowboys and Dak Prescott and tore them up like a Japanese banquet, no pun intended, if you will, on Turkey Day, if you will. And then Thursday night, the Saints and Drew Brees were dancing into the streets of Atlanta with Drew Brees Breeze passing his way to victory. But yesterday we had some pretty good games Yes. We obviously saw the Washington Redskins beat the Carolina Panthers in what was a very highly contested battle between John and Chad, which we'll discuss later on this afternoon. John, congratulations to your boys, by the way. My boys, of course, surviving a scare against Cleveland, but did beat Cleveland, despite the fact Cleveland starting a little bit of trouble over the weekend with their coach, Freddie Kitchens. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs continue to dominate Howard, and they dominate the Oakland Raiders, painting the silver and black, black and blue, in Arrowhead, 40-9. to Meanwhile, the big game last night was a very interesting game. The New England Patriots went into Houston, of course, taking on Deshaun Watson and the Texans. It was a tight game, however, but the Patriots came up a little short despite coming back in the second half. However, tonight we got a real good game, Minnesota and Seattle in cold, frigid, cold, snowy Seattle. Yes, folks, it is frigid out in the Pacific Northwest due to a blizzard that is on its way here, we understand, and actually hit the East Coast over the weekend, specifically in New York and Philadelphia, where our good friend the Big Diesel, Gregory Kramer, got some snow. And we got some flakes as well, but not too many flakes, however, as I'm sure everyone else got like dusting. But in New York, it was a different story altogether. But coming up tonight, however, at 11 o'clock on Raw Radio after Monday Night Raw, comes to you live from Music City USA, which we'll talk about in just a little bit. John will have a lot to address, including what was a very interesting show last night, which we'll talk about here after the birthdays and dates. And then, of course, folks, we'll talk about some other things how are going on how including some of our top favorite stories of 2019 what were our favorite moments of the year we'll take a look back at some of the more interesting stories of 2019 as we begin our countdown into our final shows of 2019 and of the decade but in the meantime john will let us know quickly before we get to the birthdays and dates what we got in store for raw after tonight's show at 11 p.m john please give us the update of what we got coming up tonight on facebooklive.com with your video well, we should be expecting a good, show, a good show at 11 p.m. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And, of course, we're going to keep you up to date with what's going on. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we have heard that four matches have been set up for this week's AEW Dynamite show, which will be coming to you live from Champaign, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen, at the home of the Fighting Illini, and they'll be fighting this week. Here are the matches that we will see. It will be Fenix of the Lucha Bros taking on of the best friends Trent Beretta. 
Dustin Rhodes Jr. and the Young Bucks will team up to take on the Inner Circle of Santana, Ortiz, Proud and Powerful, and Sammy Guevara, the Land Hearthrob. Pentagon Jr., believe it or not, will be against Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel, however, in that one. And yes, folks, John Moxley will take on Joey Janelle. That's coming up this Wednesday night on TNT from the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois, the home of the Illini, ladies and gentlemen. That being said, it is going to be an action-packed show this Wednesday, 8 p.m. on TNT. We will be talking about it on the debate, 139925-pound, beginning this Wednesday night. Fonzie will be returning along with John and myself. 9 o'clock, we'll have revolution for you. Of course, we'll share more about NXT and AEW this week, 138055. Pound GTS and I will have the news headlines too. John will have the birthdays and dates as well. Plus, tomorrow night we'll have Wrestling Revisit at 139926, taking you into our time machine place and location where we'll be. And then, of course, we'll recap for you a little bit of what happened last night, tomorrow night, and also Monday Night Raw tomorrow night, 9 p.m. on Revolution, 138055 Pound. But, of course, the Revisit shows 139926. John, myself, and Gerard will be in our time machine again, and we'll tell you to where we're going this time. And tomorrow will be a very significant date in history that John, I'm sure, will share with us, Howard. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, at 7 p.m., so you don't want to miss it. And yes, folks, we'll be back with the um, Outside the Ropes show, ladies and gentlemen, after a preemption last Friday night. Back in its normal time slot this Wednesday, 6.30 p.m., 141387. Join Mr. WCW, myself, and John, as we'll talk about the latest politics, movies, and sports hour, as well as the box office report and the movie trivia challenge beginning on Wednesday to kick off our triple header this week. With that said, now we turn it over to the Human Suplex Machine with the birthdays and dates. And when we come back, folks, we'll talk a little bit about the NFL. What happened this past week in week number 13? Was it for good teams and bad teams alike? That was something that was exciting or not exciting. John and I weigh in, and then we'll give you our thoughts about what happened last night in Duluth, Georgia. That was, well, let's just say rather unique and interesting. And we had very highly different opinions about this. We'll tell you what it was in just a few moments. But now let's turn it over to the human suplex machine who gives us our birthdays and dates for the last three days as we have a lot to catch up you on right now. All right. 14 years ago today in Japan, Antonio Noki defeated Bob Backlund to win the WWE Championship. Yes. But he was egg the title a week later in Tokyo. That went to a no contest due to interference by Tiger Jack Singh. However, Backlund would regain the title in mid-December by winning in a Texas death match and is recognized officially as having one interrupted championship run from 1978 to 1983. All right, 22 years ago today, ECW presented November to Remember. Shane Douglas defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to win the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. And that, of course, was held, ladies and gentlemen, in Menaka, Pennsylvania, which is about 40 minutes away from my neck of the woods, however, at the old CCBC Community College of Beaver County Dome, ladies and gentlemen. And in fact, I was at that show, believe it or not. Now, 21 years ago, that was actually 20, sorry, John, real quick, that was actually two weeks before my 21st birthday. So it was kind of an early birthday present wow. that year, I remember. Yes. We're going. Okay. You were saying 21 years ago. Please continue. You were All on. right. 21 years ago today on Raw's War, Big Boss Man defeated Mankind in a ladder match to win the WWE Hardcore Championship. And also on that same day, uh, Bret Hart defeated DDP by KO to win the WCW United States Championship. 
And on the undercard, Conan defeated Chris Jericho to win the WCW World Television Championship. All right. Nine years ago today, Caitlin won NXT Season 3. Yes. All right. Happy 46th birthday to former Intercontinental Champion, former ECW Champion, and former Hardcore and Tag Team Champion, Christian. Yes, who I think will go in the Hall of Fame this coming year, I believe. Yeah. All right. I do have some others. Happy 32nd birthday to Naomi, a.k.a. Trinity Fatu Uso. Today would have been, believe it or not, the 61st birthday, however, uh, believe it or not, of former tag team wrestler and former WCW TV champion, the Z-Man, Tom Zink, who tragically passed away less than a week after his 59, eight days after his 59th birthday of a heart attack. And also... Happy 57th birthday, however, would have been to Jimmy Del Rey, believe it or not. Jimmy Del Rey passed away six days after his 52nd birthday. He died at the age of 52, literally, however, a uh, week and a half after his 52nd birthday back in December of 2014, however. So two unique, uh, very tag team bodies. Of course, Jimmy Del Rey at one time, a member of the Smoking, uh, Heavenly Bodies back in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and of course the Z-Man Tom Zink. We talked about him with the Can-Am connection with uh, Rick Martel. Also, ladies and gentlemen, he was a television champion at one time, having some great battles with guys like Stunning Steve Austin, later Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Double-A Arn Anderson. Today, however, his birthday would have been, believe it or not, 61. Of course, he passed away just a couple of years ago, believe it or not, sadly, however, in December of 2017. Please, don't go too much. Sunday, we got a lot on Sunday, I believe. All right, 47 years ago today in Yokohama, Japan, Bobo Brazil defeated Kentaro Oki to win the Big Canaan NWA International Heavyweight Championship. Hmm. All right, 25 years ago today in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Stan Stasiak beat Pedro Morales to win the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Yes, the old Philadelphia Arena, that's right. And he didn't stay champion very long, I remember. Stan, of course, of course, known as the father of former WCW wrestler Meat, better known to you all as his son, Perfect Sean, Sean Cezic, who now I understand referring to Sean, however, is actually a licensed chiropractor, believe it or not. I think we've mentioned him before. Yep. 21 years ago today, a raw taken New Haven, Connecticut, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mankind, defeated The Undertaker, and the rock by disqualification. Yes, that's right. It's what went down post-match that got the WWE in some hot water with the USA Network when the show aired six days later. Mankind was handcuffed to the ring rope while Austin, in one of the company's most infamous moments, was handcuffed to a large-sized version of the Undertaker's logo and raised above the entrance ramp. Yes, right, yes. Yep, I remember them getting heat on that. Oh, big time, I remember that too, yes. That was a very, very controversial thing. Yep, the Catholic League had this to say. What's that? On Monday, December 7th, on the USA Network, wrestling star Stone Cold Steve Austin was strapped by his wrist 
the cross-like structure, while yes. Gregorian chants played, and an image of a Celtic cross flashed behind him. That's Those right. And also, those responsible for the crucifixion were associates of The Undertaker, another wrestling favorite. When contacted by TV Guide Online, William Donahue commented, Mocking Christ is not within, within the parameters of acceptable theatrics, even in professional wrestling. At this yeah. time of the year, it is free, yeah. particularly gorgeous. He then yes, called the WWE to that, complain. Yes, and that was after the Sandman Raven crucifixion angle earlier in the year, if you remember, too. That happened at the yeah. in Philadelphia. And Todd Gordon and Paul Heyman got a ton of heat for that from a lot of the censors, too, I remember. But yeah, that was that was in very bad taste, I agree. And funny you mentioned December 7th, because next week, folks, however, and we'll mention it, it's non-wrestling related, but next this Saturday, however, was a very unique day in history, let's just say that... Uh, Changed America forever. We'll talk about that next week on episode two nineteen. Yeah. And I before think we know what on, we want to welcome in now to episode two eighteen as we continue on with the birthdays and dates. Now the heartbreak kid, ladies and gentlemen, as we say good afternoon to him this afternoon, the one and only Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome to two eighteen. How you doing, JD and John? We're doing good. John's just going over the birthdays and dates right now. Uh, we did, uh, I did mention at the outset before, John, you continue, another coach, apparently Fonzie, has now handed in his resignation. The University of Washington's Chris Peterson, formerly of Boise State, and now of the Huskies, has announced his resignation just a short time ago. So now this is the sixth coach now, ladies and gentlemen, who has already handed in his pink slip. So a lot of coaches are looking for either employment or they're just basically stepping aside or getting let go. But uh, we'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. We'll talk about the NFL here in just a little bit, too, after the birthdays and dates with John. As I have to step aside, however, after the birthdays and dates, so you guys talk amongst yourself for a few minutes until I return, however, and then we'll get to uh, uh, the NFL story and, of course, the big story of the day, which happened last night. So, John, please continue. Yep. All right. Thirteen years ago today, Vince Russo, Jeremy Borash, and the Voodoo Kim Mafia crash a WWE house show in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's right. I remember that. Yes. <laughs> Uh, ten years ago today, WWE signed 2008 Playboy Model of the Year and Playmate of the Year finalist Jillian Byer. But she yes. doesn't last long as she's released just three months later. Yep, that's right. Okay. Um, happy 48th birthday to Trinity. Uh, yes, former ECW. Uh, former ECW valet of the full-blooded Italians. That is correct. Yep. And what else? We also want to wish happy 55th birthday to uh, one of everyone's favorites, a man who will be retiring the next month in the Tokyo Dome, a month from today, ladies and gentlemen, the former WCW cruiserweight and fellow New Japan wrestler, one of my all-time faves, ladies and gentlemen, Jushin Thunder Liger, turning 55 yesterday. Happy birthday to the former cruiserweight champ who will be retiring next month in the Tokyo Dome, ladies and gentlemen, at Russell Kingdom 14, which will no doubt be one hell of a retirement party. 15 years ago today in Osaka, Japan, Dory Funk Jr. and Antonio Noki fight to a 60-minute draw 
for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. At the time of the belt, it's the first NWA World title match in the country since 1957. 40, 45 years ago today, in Kagoshima, Japan, Giant Baba defeated Jack Briscoe 2-1 in a best-of-three-falls match to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. 22, 22 years ago today, British wrestling legend Shirley Big Daddy Uptree died on a stroke in Halifax General Hospital at the age of 67. Where was this at, John? Um, that was Big Daddy Crabtree. Yes, yes, yes. Shirley Big Daddy, yes. Age of 16, you're right, yes. yes. And you said it was in the UK, correct? Yes. And speaking of the UK, before we continue on, John, real quick, uh, our thoughts and prayers with the people of London and Amsterdam after what happened this past Friday. A very, very tragic and very scary ordeal happened there in both those areas, however, Amsterdam and London. Yet again, our thoughts and prayers with those people in Amsterdam and London today. However, after what was a very, let's just say, horrifying and scary, very uh, rough ordeal on the first day after Thanksgiving, if you will. And we'll talk more about that here in just a little bit. Uh, John, please continue. 19 years ago today, WWE presented Rebellion from the Sheffield Arena in Sheffield, England. The UK Network event was released on WWE Home Video on February 27, 2001. Crash Holly captured the European title over William Regal. 12 years ago today, TNA presented Turning Point from the Impact Zone at Universal Orlando. The show, which featured a shoot mojo promo just moments before the main event, in response to Scott Hall not appearing, is also best remembered for the introduction of TNA's version of Money in the Bank, the Feast or Fired match. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, let's see, what else? Well, before you get into that, John, I'm sure, like I just mentioned earlier, you heard the news, too, about the Nor'easter, however, that's coming into the East Coast. In fact, they're now saying the East could be up to almost two feet of snow, like in New York, Boston, Maine, uh, Portland, or uh, Maine, however. Yeah, Providence, thank God it's not my neck of the woods. Yeah, thank God it's not in any of our neck of the woods, but our thoughts and uh, wishes are with those people in the Northeast who uh, got an early white Christmas, let's just say about three weeks early, before the pig one, however, if you will, and... Boy, oh boy, you talk about a nasty storm that came in, however, there yesterday. Oh, my. I'm looking at pictures right now from this morning. It was very slushy and messy in the Big Apple. So, definitely we're keeping our eyes uh, on that uh, very interesting storm that is coming in, shall we say. Yeah. Nine years ago today, MVP asked and is given his release by the WWE. And happy 53rd birthday to former WWE competitor. I know this guy very well, Hakushi. Yes. He was at the very first ever in your house. He also competed at Heat Wave 98, uh, along with another Japanese wrestler against Sabu and Rob Van Dam in Dayton, Ohio. Yes, happy birthday to him. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure you heard the big story over the weekend, which we'll talk about here. Uh, apparently, Fonzie, I, I don't know if you heard now. 
the brother of Kevin Sullivan celebrating yeah. his birthday. Yeah, check on, check on that. I think you're right. That sounds right to me. I also want to say happy birthday to two other people. Uh, one of them is a good friend of mine, Joe Benoit. Happy birthday to you, Joe. Also, I would like to say hello to all of our friends at the Hop House, Dayton, Missy, Pat, Jason, Brian, Brad, and company, however, along with Maureen and everyone else, however. The Iceman says hello to all of you guys, however, down there. I hope you guys are enjoying your Super Monday, however, the day after uh, Monday after Thanksgiving on Cyber Monday. Well, no, it was. You heard or not, but it was not. It okay. was yesterday. Well, that was yesterday. Well, how old was he? 62. Happy 62nd birthday, okay, to uh, Dave Sullivan. Thank you very much there, uh, John. Yeah, and, in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, okay, not far from you then. Uh, Fonzie, I don't know if you heard or not, apparently the Penguins suffered another ailment today. And, and apparently, according to reports now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Justin Schultz, however, did practice a little bit this morning, but Patrick Hornquist left practice early this morning after crashing into the boards, let's just say. So the Penguins' ailments continue, folks. I mean, you talk about uh, guys who are getting banged up left and right. I mean, this is crazy, folks. I mean, first off, you lose Nick Bookstead and Sidney Crosby for the next couple months due to core muscle injuries. Injuries. Brian Dumoulin had left ankle surgery yesterday. He's going to be out until February. Brian Rust could be back, however, maybe early this week, but he did not play at all after injuring himself Friday morning in a skate in Columbus. Kevin Sullivan says it's questionable on his return when he'll be back, but he could be back this week. Justin Schultz did practice a little bit this morning. He might be back this week at some point, but now Patrick Hornquist, who was just getting healthy again after being out of action for about two or three weeks, is back on the injury list again, and the Penguins' injury woes in the mass unit continue down there at PPG Pins Arena. So, folks, it has been a very rough start over the past literally three weeks to about four weeks for the Penguins, losing their big captain, their one of their big defensemen yet again, and a couple other guys. I mean, Chris Letang just got back in the lineup recently, but like I said, the Penguins right now are really banged up with the injuries. I mean, Brian Dumont's going to be out until early February. Bukestad is already a couple weeks into this injury. Crosby, I understand, is still healing up, but he's not a week or two, maybe three weeks away from getting back on the ice and taking some skating. Hopefully he'll start getting healthy soon. They're going to need him. Brian Russ got injured Friday in Columbus, of course, due to an injury. He might be back in the lineup, possibly maybe this week at some point. We don't know exactly when, but looking at the Penguins' schedule, the Penguins are hoping, beyond hope, that they could have him Wednesday night or maybe this Friday, however, against Arizona. They do travel, of course, to Detroit Saturday, so hopefully they'll have one of their, couple of their guys healthy for this week. But the Penguins right now are walking wounded, to say the least, however, heading into the first week of December. We will keep you up to date if there are any changes to the injuries. But again, folks, again, the Penguins suffered another big injury today in the morning skate hour as Patrick Hornquist apparently got re-injured, we understand, earlier today. Now, before we get into anything else, we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL, and then I'm going to have to step out for a few minutes so you guys can talk amongst yourself after I give the NFL talk in. Uh, we saw what happened with the Steelers. We saw what happened with the Skins. We saw what happened with Houston and New England. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you this week. But before we get into that, ladies and gentlemen, I now see on the caller ID how our ladies and gentlemen, our good friend, the Swashbuckling Pirate, is with us, ladies and gentlemen. So let us welcome him in here to 218, ladies and gentlemen, as we are getting ready to discuss the NFL as we see fit, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Howard Hulkamaniac, ladies and gentlemen, none other than the Rattlesnake Howard and now Patel. And now, welcome to 218. Hey, what's up, JD? What's up, uh, Fonzie? What's up, John? How are you guys doing? 
We're doing good. We're just uh, getting into some of the NFL talk, however. We were just uh, talking a little bit about the the Penguins apparently suffered another injury this morning. The Penguins' injury woes continue as one of their big defensemen got re-injured in practice this morning. But we were just getting ready to discuss the NFL talk. I'll be right back for one second. I've got to use the bathroom. Okay, John, go right ahead. But I did discuss, however, uh, a little bit of the games that happened yesterday. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you first, Howard. What did you take out of Week 13 in the NFL? Um, what else I take? <laughs> what else I feel about NFL? It's getting worse and worse. We'll see what happens. But week 13 was crazy. You saw it's New fun. England only score. You only see New England score freaking five, six points. You never see them scoring six points in the freaking game. And, yeah. um... Yeah, Tom Brady was very upset today, and um, he was yeah, not happy. So, yeah, uh, certainly. And of course, know. the Steelers coming off that big win against Cleveland. We saw what happened. John's boys coming up with a big win. Uh, I did mention at the outset as John came on the line, the Cowboys losing again, and there's already rumors that Jason Garrett is not going to be let go anytime soon. But yeah, there is what else? What that else? He, yeah, that's true, but. <laughs> He is staying for right now for the time being until they make a decision. But Lincoln Riley is still being heavily rumored to be in the new Cowboys coach if, in fact, Garrett goes coming up in four weeks. That being said, folks, we don't know if Garrett's ready to close out the season and finish his 10-year run in Dallas or if he's going to be let go prior to season's end. Jerry Jones said after Thursday he would not fire him until after the season. But, now I'll go to you next, Howard. Right now we've seen a lot of college coaches and a lot of coaches get the ax, Howard. Right now Jason Garrett's, at least for the moment, having his head saved, Howard, by the Dallas fans, even though the Dallas fans have turned on their back on him over the last few weeks, including this past Thursday. Right now, Howard, if you're a team like, say, Dallas, or even if you're a team like, say, Pittsburgh, Howard, right now, Howard, what do you take out of Week 13 and which teams are going to get in and which teams could be staying at home come January? Um, yeah, so, so Week 13 is pretty interesting. Um. I don't know why Fonzie said it was a bad week. I wouldn't say it was a bad bad week in NFL. Basically, yeah. Basically, there were like um, basically there were, there were a lot of upsets, right? So you're saying yeah. So the so the Texans being the Patriots, big upset. Uh, Ravens mm-hmm. being the Niners, that was another big upset. I thought Niners had that yeah. one. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. So yeah, the Bucks beat Jags. Uh, your your uh, Steelers got got the Brownies. Yeah, they finally got got the Brownies to shut up now. No retribution. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, John's boys did, finally did their thing. Yeah, Redskins are are having a mm-hmm. having a weird season too. Um, so Redskins did their thing. Um, let's see, uh, did Chad's boys lose or win? Carolina. Yeah, Chad put Chad, Chad played uh, John's boys. Actually, that was a little wager they had. Yes. Ooh, oh, oh, it was. Oh, wow. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know Redskins and Panthers. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, twenty-nine, twenty-one. Yes. Eight eighty. Yep. Yeah. But uh, we saw. Don't forget to let me rub it in. Not too much. Not too much, John. You gotta be careful because he's got some plans for you, my friend. But we Um, we saw uh, Tennessee beat Indy. Since he won their first game, Uh, the Rams smashed Arizona, and Denver got by the Chargers. But uh, the big one of the bigger games that surprised me, and I I didn't think it was gonna be a blowout, but it kind of ended up being a blowout. 
was Pat Mahomes, or Mahomes as I like to call him now, taking uh-huh. on the silver and black of Oakland, and the Raiders just left Arrowhead black and blue worse than ever before. I mean, they're like Oakland right now. Wow. They're, or not like Oakland. They're like Dallas right now. They're struggling. They're barely yeah, getting yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, Gruden's having a rough season in Oakland. Yeah, it's, it's kind of hard to heartbreaking to see, but, you know, that's, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah. You came you came out of coaching after 10 years, and this is what you want to do. Like, okay, I mean, you shouldn't have came back in the first place, but um, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, he came, well, after, he came back after a decade to coach, so I don't know. Right, good point. Very good point indeed. And we're going to see some interesting games this week. Obviously, Dallas and Chicago will be playing on the mm-hmm. Thursday night game of the week from Fo- on Fox this week. Caroline travels to Atlanta. Meanwhile, however, right. see Tampa Bay's got a date with Indy at Raymond James this week. That'll be a fun Indy game. Goes. John, your yeah. boys are playing. Let's see who your boys get this week. Uh, I believe your boys are off. If I'm not Probably the, trying to find it. No, they're not off. They're Green not Bay. Off. No, they're playing Green Bay. They're playing Green Bay. Ooh. Yeah. In Lambeau. And, and who knows how cold it's going to be up there in Frigid Lambeau, up there in Packertown. <laughs> yes. Right. And then Sunday night, of course, we got a good one. We got Seattle and the Rams, of course, coming up next Sunday. Next mm. Monday, the G-Men in Philadelphia. But, folks, speaking of uh, Sunday night games, however, this game has yeah. now been switched to prime time after what happened, however, yesterday. Apparently, the Bills and Steelers game, which was supposed to be a week from this Sunday at 1 o'clock on CBS, however, has now been switched to 8.20, and NBC will take the game instead on my birthday, which is a week from Sunday. Oh. 8.20 is that time. Right. So they've decided to switch that out. So any other games we haven't heard yet, of course, the Jets and the Ravens are still 1 o'clock games as of now, but I would not be surprised if they switched those games out. One of those games, I think the Raven game, they could switch out to maybe 4.15, 4.25. But, folks, we're going to be watching this very, very carefully. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, as we told you, however, bowl season is next week. And right now, here's the, one of the big conference games to watch out for besides the SEC. Coming up this Saturday night, it will be Clemson and Virginia taking on each other in Charlotte, 8 o'clock. Going into the game, the Tigers are 12-0, 8-0 in the conference. Virginia, however, ended the game, however, 9-3, and however, in the Coastal, winning the Coastal outright against Virginia, or excuse me, Virginia Tech and Pitt, actually Pitt. They held off Pitt, however, despite the fact they beat Pitt early in the year. Of course, they won 9 out of 12 games, 6 of 8 in the conference. In the Coastal, they took the Coastal, so they will play them this Saturday night at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. Also, ladies and gentlemen, one bowl game has now been announced, and it has been made official, ladies and gentlemen. It will be the Buffalo Bulls, ladies and gentlemen, and the UNC Charlotte 49ers playing in the Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl at Thomas A. Robinson Stadium in the Bahamas, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, December 20th, ladies and gentlemen, at 2 p.m. That's 2 p.m., two weeks from Friday, ladies and gentlemen, that Buffalo and Charlotte will be playing in the Popeyes Makers Wanted Bahamas Bowl on ESPN from Thomas A. Robinson Stadium in the Bahamas. Of course, we'll have the other bowl announcements next week, but that's one of the games that has been made official and confirmed to us. Also, that's going to be a bittersweet day, too, because that'll be the day my dad will have his final day. Yes, folks, my old man, however, is finally retiring. John DiGiromo, after so many years, however, will finally retire right before Christmas, and I want to say on behalf of my Father Hauer, congratulations, well-deserved Hauer, and much love from your son and from all of us here at Raw Radio Hauer. We'd like to wish you nothing but the best in your retirement, however, mm-hmm. and we hope it is wow. a very good one indeed. So he will be retiring two yep. weeks from Friday, hey, JB. Yes. Uh, well, you were talking about the schedule for college, right? You were saying yes, about yes, anything? The... Okay. Uh, well, you forgot a couple ones. You forgot... Uh, 
this coming Friday, you have number six Utah playing at the quack quack at the oh yes Utah Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game. Yes, that's right. The Pac-12 game Friday night. I forgot about that game. Yeah, then, that's gonna be a good game. A That'll be a fun got, game. Uh, yeah, then you got oh. Baylor, number nine Baylor versus number seven. I mentioned that one already. I didn't mention the Pac-12 okay. game. I didn't mention the Pac-12. I mentioned the Big 12 and the SEC okay. games. And the Big yeah, 10, but I did and, not mention uh, the Pac-12. Okay, I forgot the Pac-12 game. Where is that Pac-12 right. game? Where is that Pac-12 that game? That Pac-12 is, is at Oregon, it looks like. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So I yeah. thought it would be in, like, uh, yeah. I, I thought. It's at, actually, it's at, it's at San Francisco, 49er today. Okay, so Santa Clara. Okay, so Santa Clara. Oregon is still, yeah, whatever. Utah. Utah. Yeah. Okay. So, Fonzie, thank you very much, Fonzie. Yes, uh, I did forget one game. Thank you very much, Fonzie. Yes, the Pac-12 championship, ladies and gentlemen, will be Friday night, as Fonzie just pointed out, ladies and gentlemen, the big. Back 12 game will pick the Utah Utes, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the quack machine of the Oregon Quack Quack Express of the Duckies <laughs> and Justin Herbert, ladies and gentlemen, who were waddling into Santa Clara, ladies and gentlemen, looking to knock out the Utes and let's just say capture the big Pac 12 crown. But, folks, that is going to be a fun That might be one of the next time I think the George LSU game might be the You know what, Here's another interesting, too. Here's another interesting. Saturday night, I think the game of the week. I think we're gonna have Gus Johnson and his boy gonna call this game. Uh, What's that? Number one Ohio State Buckeyes versus number two against Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, in, in, yeah the big, the big think, ten title in Indy. Wisconsin yeah. is favored by sixteen and a half points against Baltimore and Ohio State. And wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. You're telling me right now, here on the air, to all of us right now, that Wisconsin's a two-touchdown favorite. Yeah, it says it right here, line. line wow. God, that's a surprise, guys. I did, I did not expect that. I did not expect Okay, let me, get, let me get to that and get to the other thing real quick. Okay, get back, get back to the big 12, Pac-12 game for a minute. That game right there yeah. is going to be a good game, I think, between Utah and Oregon, like, you got, like we all said. And like I said, yeah. I think that's going to be a fun game because I like Oregon's quarterback. I watched him against Arizona about three weeks ago. And Herbert, I think, next to Tua, next to Fromm, and hell, even next to freaking uh, maybe uh, Fromm, Tua, and also the guy from LSU. I think he's one of the top four quarterbacks in the country, hands down. Herbert has such a good yeah. arm. He's a big boy. He's about 6'5", 6'6", 235, 245. The kid is 20, 21 years old. He has a good arm, and the Utes better find a way to slow him down, because if not, the Ducks are going to waddle in and waddle right out of Santa Clara with that Pac-12 trophy. Hour. As far as the other game you just mentioned, yeah, that does surprise me that Wisconsin's being the two-touchdown favorite against them, because I thought Ohio State, mm-hmm. considering they crushed Michigan, considering they barely got by Penn State, and they crushed everyone else in their way, including Wisconsin the first time. To see Wisconsin get the points this time, I'm a little taken aback by this. I'm surprised that Paul Chris and his team going into Indianapolis this Saturday night is a two-touchdown favorite against Ohio State. I'll tell you right now, if they can beat Ohio State, and if Georgia holds off LSU, then the controversy is going to be surrounding Sunday morning. Where does Oklahoma, where does Penn State, where does Utah fall? We're going to see some interesting developments this weekend, but I'm telling you right now, and that game is going to be, that, that's maybe my third favorite game of the week. My top two this week, and I think everyone's top two would have to be these two. 
Baylor and Oklahoma is number one, I feel. But that Georgia-LSU game is going to be the game of the year. That yeah. is going to be a fun game. You've got two of the best in Morrow and Jake Fromm. You're going to see some fireworks in the game. If you thought the Iron Bowl was exciting last Saturday, I mean, yeah. Alabama and Auburn. LSU is underdogs by seven and... You know what, though? The, LSU seven. will take that into consideration. LSU will ignore that. Georgia's the home team. I understand they're home. They're going to have a lot of Bulldogs yeah. coming up on 85 and 20. And Quack Quack, Quack, is, and Quack, Quack is favored by seven, six and a half. Okay, okay. so Oregon's a touchdown favorite on Utah. Okay, but getting back to Georgia and LSU, that yeah. game right so, there is going to have 80,000, 85,000 people packing the Mercedes-Benz Dome, and that place is going to be loud as hell Saturday afternoon yeah. when you see those two battle. That's going to be the best game of the week. And like I said, if you want an appetizer early before the main course, you're going to see a good one in the Big 12 between Baylor and Oklahoma. I mean, Baylor, of mm. course, had that tough loss a few weeks ago at Waco. But I think, oh, but that's the ESPN app. I think that's, I think Fonzie's oh, one app or okay. someone's app, maybe. But I'll yeah, tell you right mine. now, yeah, I think it sorry. is his. That's okay. Yes. okay. But I'll tell you right now, Baylor gave Oklahoma a game the first time, even though they squandered their chances in the second half. This time, I feel, however, this could be another close game. But I'm telling you right now, I like Oklahoma's chances going in. But at the same time, I think Baylor is going to come up either with a di- different plan to slow them down, however, because Jalen Hurts hurt them the first time by his arm and leg. If they can contain him, they have a chance. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be another tight ball game. And I'm telling you right now, I think Baylor is going to somehow come up a little short again. But you never know. But that Georgia LSU game, like I said, guys, is going to be the game of the year, and it's going to be high explosive to say this. You're looking at maybe, in my opinion, and I'm just going to say this out of my head, you're looking at maybe like a 45-38 or a 38-34 type game. It's going to be a lot of fireworks in that with two of the best in the country, Amoro and Jake Fromm. It's just going to be that fun to watch, and I cannot wait to see those two battle it out on Saturday in Hotlanta. Now, speaking of games, we've got some other good games to watch out for in high school here in Pittsburgh this week, and Fonzie and I know about this, so we'll talk about it very quickly before I have to step down. You guys can all three talk amongst yourselves before I return. Here are the championships okay. you will see this week in Hershey. Of course, the high school finales in Pittsburgh, however, will be these games. Coming up Thursday at 1 o'clock, the Feral Steelers coming off a big win against the Clarence Bears, 14-10 to after Clarence turned over the ball four times last Friday. We'll take up the Marauders of Bishop Guilafoyle. Bishop Guilafoyle won 11-7 to last, seven last week against Lackawanna Trail. Bishop Guilafoyle was hoping to get the Bears again for the fourth time in four, three years, however. Unfortunately, however, the Steelers of Feral, let's just say, melted down the Bears and sent them into the offseason, however, back into their cave at least till next August. As a result, the Steelers are looking to finish out the season strong. Bishop G is hoping to do the same. This is going to be a fun game. That will be played Thursday afternoon at Hershey Park Stadium, 1 p.m. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Friday at 1 p.m. in 2A. <coughs> the Amworth Antelopes coming off an amazing Amazing win just two weeks ago against the Washington Huskies, winning their first championship since 1959, now could capture their first state crown. But they got probably the toughest test to date in the undefeated Southern Columbia Tigers, who have four, if not five, big-time D1 kids. That'll be a fun game. Friday afternoon, 1 p.m. will be that game. In 3A, Central Valley of Lions Tower, the Warriors are going to put up a fight against another bunch of Warriors Saturday at noon against Wyoming area. That game is set to kick off at high noon. 
Thursday night, Howard, this is the game that everyone is talking about. Thomas Jefferson, 15-0 against Dallas. Yes, folks, the Dallas Mountaineers, ladies and gentlemen, will battle it out Thursday night at 7 p.m. in Hershey Park Stadium. Friday night, Howard, Archbishop Wood, of course, coming off a big win, however, against Gateway in the last seconds, will take on Chetlahem. Chetlahem is 14-1, Archbishop Wood 10-3. And in 6A, mm-hmm. folks, it will be the St. Joe's Prep Hawks, Howard, who flew over the Central Catholic Vikings in Dan Marino's alma mater last week, ladies and gentlemen, in overtime. We'll take on Central Dolphin for the 6A title. That is Saturday night, 6 p.m. Kickoff time is slated for that. So, folks, those are your big games this week. Fonzie, I'll ask you, and then I'll go to John and Anel as well. Out of the Western PA squad, how are TJ, Central Valley, Avonworth, and Farrell? Could we see four, or how many teams do we see coming home with the gold from Hershey? Me? No, Fonzie, then I'll go to you, and then I'll go to Anil. Fonzie, are you there? Okay, we'll come back to him. John, let's ask you, however. I've been through uh, all six six teams from Pennsylvania. Which teams do you think are going to come home with the gold this weekend? Who who are the teams? Class A will be Farrell and Bishop Guilafoyle. Amworth, Southern Columbia, Central Valley, Wyoming area, TJ in Dallas, uh, St. Joe's Prep in Central Dolphin, and Archbishop Wood in Chetlahem. Uh, J.D. There he is. Okay. Hold on a second, Fonz. We'll get back to you in a minute. Okay, good. Los Angeles. What's that? Los Angeles. No, not Los Angeles. Chetlahem. Chetlahem, not Los Angeles. We got Chetlahem, we got St. Joe's Prep in Central Dolphin, Archbishop Wood in Chetlahem, TJ in Dallas, Central Valley in Wyoming area, Amworth in Southern Columbia, and Farrell and Bishop Guilafoyle. How many teams uh, out of those six classes do you see coming home with gold? I see the three. Wyoming area. The Wyoming area is one, okay. And do you have any others? Dallas. Dallas is two, okay. And do you have any others? I think that's it. Okay, so John has Dallas beating TJ and Wyoming Valley area beating Central Valley. Uh, Fonzie, let's go to you quickly. Which out of the six teams out of the classes do you see coming home with gold in Hershey? I say three. I see Avonworth barely getting by Southern Columbia. That's going to be a tough one. I do see TJ beating Dallas. I think TJ has a lot of good defense that can slow down the Dallas team. And I do think Archbishop Wood will beat Chetlahem. Those are my picks. What about you? TJ. And right. the other team. Uh, Avonworth? I don't know what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Central Valley or Archbishop Wood or Farrell? Do you see any of those teams coming home? Or do you think they're going to end up with, with the Central Valley, he said? Central Valley playing Wyoming area. Yes, Saturday at noon. Correct, yes. I'm going to go with CV. Yeah. Uh, who else, JD? you got Farrell and Bishop Guy Lafoyle. Bishop, Bishop Farrell, you said? Yeah, Farrell. The Farrell Steelers from up around Sharon, PA, up around Erie. Yes. Uh, okay, yeah. I'm going to get them. Okay. Take, so you're um, taking four. Of, so you're going to take four of the six. Okay. Uh, you also had, uh, before we get back to you in a second, Fonzie, I think, Enel, we're going to get Enel's prediction here on these teams. Enel, which one of these teams do you think will be uh, winding up with the gold? Uh... Okay, what is okay? What league is this? First of all, I need to understand everything is, before I even answer this. Farrell, Farrell and uh, like I said, Farrell and Bishop Guilafoyle is in one A. 
That's the 1A championship. No, 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 no. Okay, you must have understood me. I'm saying what what football league is this? Football oh, this is a yeah, it's the PIAA. It's the Pennsylvania. It's the yeah. it's the PIAA league. It's the Pennsylvania Scholastic. PIAA. Okay, let me look the that state, up real quick. I know I'm going to take a bit of time, but I need, yeah, like I said, I need your to time. research. Take your time I, by all means. Before I answer while something. Doing, okay, while say you're doing that, that, I believe. Okay, say that again. What, what league again? Pennsylvania. PIAA. Pennsylvania what? Interscholastic okay. Athletic Association. Yeah, that's a lots a long name. Okay. I know. Is it, it a is college? A is it a college? Uh, college it's college it's, college it's, a, it's, it's a high school football league in Pennsylvania. Okay, high school. Okay, let I me mean, just put for high school football. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. Time. While you do, while so you're doing research in that, I, it's the state playoffs. It's the state playoffs. PIAA football playoffs. Pennsylvania. Okay, let me okay, let me see this. Okay. Um, While you're researching that, why don't you research that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in the meantime, I believe Fonzie had something to say. Fonzie, you were about to say something. Go ahead, real quick. Yeah, yeah. You know what, uh, JD? I want you to write this down, or whatever. Put this on your Facebook Messenger or whatever on your wall. I'm gonna go out of the limb right here. I know what you think. I'm gonna be crazy and everything. You know what? Yeah. If Wisconsin's favored by 17 points yeah. against the number one Ohio State, and they're going to yeah. play at not not too far from Indianapolis, um, yeah, where the Colts play at, and I'm right there in the Colts. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to go with Wisconsin upsetting the number one Ohio State Buckeyes. Well, I'm looking right if they're favorite, okay. they're favorite, you know what? Yeah. Wisconsin is going to come out and put right. everything on on the line. <laughs> I, okay, I think I, I think. All I right, now okay, okay, now I okay, now I research. Okay, so what did what did you, Fonzie, and John pick? What were your what were your picks? I took Avonworth in the two A. John has got okay. uh, Dallas against Thomas Jefferson in four A. And John, you had okay. what was your other pick? What, John, what was your other pick? You had uh, you had uh, the uh, the uh, Central, you had the team against Central Valley. So John had went against Central Valley, and he also went okay. with Dallas in four A. <clears throat> Fonzie went with four of the six. He went with Avonworth against Southern Columbia which I said is going to be okay. a very, very tough game because Southern Columbia's got some big weapons on their team, especially one lineman who's like 6'6", 6'7", 270, 280, and a lot of, and I think he's a junior. He's going to be a big, and Adworth has not won a state title ever. I mean, they won a first, their first championship in the Whitfield, which is the semi-pro, this is the other league besides Pettible A, uh, a couple of weeks ago for okay. the first time since 59. This is their first state title finale, and this is going to be a big test for them. Uh, Farrell's always a good team in 1A. I think they're going to beat Bishop Guilafoyle. I think they can slow down them because Farrell did pretty well last week against Clareton. I mm-hmm. like TJ. Their defense is incredibly good, and they've been good all year. I think they can finish out strong again undefeated. Dallas is going to give them a game, I feel. But that, that 4A matchup, I'm really questioning that 6A matchup between mm-hmm. um, Central Dolphin and uh, St. Joe's Prep. That's going to be a shootout, but I do think St. Joe's Prep is just going to get by. Those are my predictions. The only ones I'm going against, Howard, maybe could be Avonworth, because I think Avonworth's going to have their hands full with Southern Columbia. But they could pull off the upset. Watch out for this team, because this team has a running back. He's only 5'8", maybe a buck 85, but this kid can run. This kid ran for 300 yards a couple weeks ago. And I'll tell you what, last week he didn't play that well. But I'll tell you, two weeks ago, however, he did play well. And I'll tell you right now, Southern Columbia better watch out for this kid because this kid can fly very quickly if they don't okay, uh, find so a way to slow him down. 
Okay, so I have yeah, so I have two, so I have my two picks uh, now too. Okay, so so I'm gonna Wait. go with uh, yeah, from two from two way. I'll I'll do Southern Columbia too. I I think they're really good. And then I'm gonna uh, for the six day, I'm gonna go with St. Joseph Preps because they're the defending champs. So that, that should be. All right, you're gonna go St. Joseph Prep too. Okay, yes. So you and I will be on St. Joseph Prep there too. Okay. All right, yeah. guys, so there you go. All right, very good. Thank you very much, guys. There we go. Uh, let's give you the number again, one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Caller ID, 13744. This is Cyber Monday, December 2nd, 2019. 23 days to Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, the Iceman along with the very old band of elves, ladies and gentlemen, the human suplex machine, the heartbreak hit, and, of course, the rattlesnake and El Patel. Gentlemen, talk among yourself for a few minutes. If you guys want to discuss what happened over the Thanksgiving weekend okay. with each other, I will be back in a few sure. minutes. How right, I just got to do some running around real quick. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Starcade. What did happen mm. last night? We'll let you know what <laughs> we thought in just a few moments. We'll be right back. All right. How was your Thanksgiving then, now? Good, man. Uh... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really go go any do any shopping. That's that's one thing I don't want to do because I don't I don't I don't I don't like being in crowds, man. I I did that yeah. like the two did years ago. Did you watch any ago, turkey bowl? My lesson, man. Did you watch any turkey bowl? Did you watch the turkey bowl? NFL. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, you meant you meant that? Okay, I was like turkey bowl. I was kind of lost for a second. Okay. No, yeah, no, no. That's what they call it, a turkey bowl. They call it a turkey oh, okay, bowl okay, okay. when the guys okay, yeah, yeah. when the team plays. Okay, yeah. So I did. Yeah, I did watch. I did watch the the night game. I watched the um, what was the night game? The eight thirty one. Uh, yeah, the Saints game. in was, Atlanta. Yeah, Saints Atlanta. Yeah, that was yeah that was uh, that was an okay game. The 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 earlier games I didn't yeah. really really pay too much attention to. You didn't watch Buffalo beating Dallas at Dallas. Nah, man. I, uh, I don't, yeah, I go, I go by matchups, man. If the matchups are good, I'll I'll watch them. But if yeah. it's like two boring teams, no, I, uh, I ain't gonna do it. But not, yeah. yeah. Drew Brees and uh, Matt Ryan was a good one. Those those two duked it out yeah. really good. That yeah. Was a good game. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you come to Pittsburgh and our state, uh, now, um, in Pennsylvania, yeah, like where the state playoffs is playing, where mm-hmm. you know that's what they call the state playoffs. Okay. P I A A state playoffs for right. for high school football. Uh-huh. It's in Hershey Park. It's in Hershey Park, Pennsylvania. Oh wow! And if you yeah, so it's about like I'm gonna say about two. It's up. Yeah, it's close to. Um, I'm gonna say three hours. It's close to uh, uh, Stratton, Wilkesbury. And okay. if you come near, like, if you're on the highway, the parkway, whatever, and uh-huh. you're close to, you get off the exit of Hershey, Right. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're going to love it. I never experienced it yet. I never went up there. But they always tell me, people told me, that you wind down the window, mm-hmm. you smell chocolate because... If you have a Hershey chocolate syrup, if you buy it at the store for ice cream, right? That's where that's where our that's where the Hershey Park Stadium is in Hershey, Pennsylvania, where they do syrup ice cream, uh, syrup chocolate syrup, strawberry. That's when they make the Hershey Kisses, 
Candy. Oh yeah, the Hershey That's factory. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So when you wind it down a window, right, you can smell the chocolate up there. Oh, snap. because wow, yeah, because awesome. of the factory up there, yeah, the warehouse, and yeah, right. I've never experienced yet, so I oh, want to, but damn, man. yeah, my yeah, no, that would be awesome. There. That would be awesome. Yeah, that's what it said. It wind down a window and you smell chocolate. Yeah, so when wow. you heat when you heat Hershey Chick Kisses from any store, mm-hmm. if you like it, that's where it is. That's where our that's where our company is. It's in Hershey, nice. Pennsylvania. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's a far drive for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, if you're not well, close, yeah, no, close, close to Pennsylvania, if you come to it's Pittsburgh, a big drive up there. Yeah, but right. if you come to our state, the Pennsylvania and Pittsburgh, it's yeah. only about two or three hour drive. Because it's oh. near, yeah, it's near uh, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre, Wilkes-Barre Stratton, mm-hmm. yeah. Stratton, the, okay. the the American Hockey League for the Penguins. That's right. Okay. That's our that's, that's our uh, that's the Penguins League. That's where it go. Oh. Yeah, okay. Stratton. When you hear Wilkes-Barre Stratton, whoever goes down, that's where it is. That's near Hershey. It's about probably like. 30 minutes from there. So, yeah. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, like I said, if you come into Pennsylvania and state of Pennsylvania, you want to experience something, yeah, sure. it's about Yeah, that's three a good experience. I would, well, yeah, I'd want to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'd, yeah, that'd be a and you wind down a window, you smell chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, I was a big Hershey <laughs> fan growing up. Yeah, I used to, yeah, I used to yeah, eat a lot of Hershey stuff. Hershey yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be fun, man. Uh, those so are that's it, that's where it comes from in our state, right? Hershey, Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I've never been yeah, up. Pretty there. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard good stuff about it. Yeah, I've never been up there either. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. I need to. Me need neither. Plan yeah. it one day. I should plan that one day. <laughs> right. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's where the state playoffs is, the high school. When the PAA, the championship, that's where they go, up at Hershey. Ah, gotcha. For high school. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah, don't, yeah, some people get confused. It's like, what, what? Yeah, that's the Whoopio PAA state playoffs. That's for high school. You know, that's for the championship. That's where they go. Yeah, they beat somebody in like in the in the like after the Whoop Yale championships, they go to the state and they go each round. So whatever, so they somebody wins, like Thomas Jefferson won, they skip the first round and they go to the second because they got to buy and they go right to the championship. Yeah, so yeah, they only oh, okay, play guys. probably like one game. So. Yeah, don't get confused about that uh, now. It's a high school. State no, no, yeah, we were, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about okay. Pennsylvania, JD. Yeah, we were having. A good, oh, okay, uh, no good problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I told, I mean, I told I, him about the few. Yeah. I told I, JD. I told him now. I was like, if you come to Pennsylvania, yeah. if you want to like explore something, I told him about where the Hershey, Pennsylvania is. The Hershey. Oh yeah. Park. It's about four hours you, you wind out a window, you smell chocolate, 
<laughs> oh yeah. If you're on the, if, yeah, if you're if you're yeah, it's about four hours away from here, I uh, know, and believe me, right, yeah. it's it's and roads here in Pennsylvania like the turnpike's a nightmare and believe me, it was a nightmare this morning. <laughs> it's gonna be even more of a nightmare this weekend with the playoffs the playoffs coming around the corner. Right, but guys, yeah. speaking of state and playoffs hour, we are now going to talk about what was not a very good show last night, ladies and gentlemen, live from Duluth, yeah. Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, known as Starcade. Right. And everyone's going to get mm-hmm. a chance to comment on it here, and I will even get my two cents in. And then after that, hopefully, for the time allowed, however, we will tell you what we think. And we're all going to each take different moments. All of us are going around the circle. We're not going to have a top list or anything like that. We're going to pick different moments that happened in 2019. What were some of our favorite moments of 2019? Of course, next week we will have our TLC predictions, ladies and gentlemen, and our worst favorite moments of 2019. And then the following week, ladies and gentlemen, right before Christmas, however, We'll give you what we think will happen in 2020. So, folks, we got a big action-packed lineup for you the next three weeks. So let's get into Starcade right now and tell you what happened last night. Of course, Starcade was at the Infinite Energy Arena in Duluth, Georgia, ladies and gentlemen, just outside of Atlanta, ladies and gentlemen. As a result, however, it was located on I-985, if you will. And, of course, it was about 10 or 15 minutes away from Atlanta. But, of course, City's nickname is Pride in Old and New. Well, guess what, folks? We had Old and New Howard here last night at Starcade. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, we'll tell you about what happened on the show and give everyone's thoughts here with their thoughts right now. Our first match of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, live from the Infinite Energy Arena, ladies and gentlemen, was, of course, on the pre-show itself, ladies and gentlemen, should I say, it was part of the network special that happened, ladies and gentlemen, because they only had four matches on the network for an hour long. The first match of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, was Seth Rollins taking on Eric Rowan. We saw what happened, of course, last week with Seth Rollins. And now I will start with you on this, Howard. What were your thoughts about Rollins beating Eric Rowan considering what happened last Monday in Chicago? Uh, it's a boo. <laughs> Thumbs down for me. Thumbs down for me. Uh... Yeah, Rollins and Rowan. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. If you if they open with this match, you you already know you're you're in for a long night. Uh, yeah, this was not a bad. This was not a a, a good uh, matchup at all, man. It was it was terrible. Um, it was terrible. Uh, I mean, so I mean, not yeah, not not nothing really to comment on, right? Because cause this yeah. match was just horrible. Um. You know, so that that's all I that's all I gotta say. It, it was horrible. Good point indeed. Yeah, John, what about yeah. you? What were your thoughts about uh, Rowan and Rollins? Uh, I didn't see the match. Okay, that's all right. Fonzie, I know you had a chance to see it, so let's get your thoughts on this one. No, I really didn't because it didn't have in the pre-show kickoff. Okay. It didn't televise no on the WWE Network. Okay. But do you have so I didn't 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 see that. So right, yeah. All right, no problem. And uh, believe it or not, however, apparently Michelle just put something up that's pretty funny, guys. You're gonna laugh at this, however. Apparently there are rumors discussing, however, we'll talk more about it on outside the ropes this week. That apparently there is discussion now that they are talking about making a third Ace Ventura, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, folks, the Pet Detective is back again, yet, ladies and gentlemen. There's oh discussion God. right now that they might be releasing it as early as next year. We know Ghostbusters 3 is coming out sometime next year. We also know Coming to America 2 is coming out next year around this time. So, folks, we could have another uh, installment of Everyone's Favorite Pet Detective, the man who speaks from his rear, let's just say, coming out sometime <laughs> next year, however, in the summertime. <laughs> So we'll see what happens here. 
Up next, however, another interesting match, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, and we'll go back to it. Uh, this time we'll kick it to Fonzie. However, I know you didn't see this match, uh, Fonzie, but I'll ask you your thoughts on this one. Shinsuke Nakamura with Sami Zayn defeating The Miz. Your thoughts about Shinsuke and Sami coming up against the A-lister. Your thoughts. jeez. Uh, yeah, I didn't see this one. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I would agree. I would agree. John, your thoughts about Shinsuke defeating The Miz. What? Shinsuke defeating the Miz. What were your thoughts? Huh. Oh, that was expected. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Although some people thought that the Miz should have won. However, if you ask me, and now your thoughts about Shinsuke defeating the Miz? Yeah, because you had Sammy next. Yeah, you had Sammy with with uh with Shinsuke. Obviously, if it's if it's two on one, just the, oh yeah, kind of like that tonight where. Yeah, Charlotte's going to be outnumbered. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. So if you're outnumbered by, like, you know, one person, you're obviously going to gonna be on the losing end. Um, you know, it sucks, sucks to have the Miz lose because, you know, he has, he, has, he has potential, but now they're burying him, I guess. Um, so it kind of sucks to, to see him like that. But, yeah, I mean, whatever. It is, it, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, very good point. Yeah. Good point. All of you guys, very good point indeed. Up next, of course, was our third match of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, however. And this time I'll turn it to you, John. The Street Profits, however, Dawkins and Ford with Ric Flair, however, in tow, came out, however, defeating the OC. Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, I heard about this match. And your thoughts? I heard that they, I heard that they interrupted the KO show, the OC did. But, yes, yeah. Flair came out to a... Yes, that's right. That's but right. still, no comment. All right, that's fine. No problem. That's understandable. All right. Uh, Anil, your thoughts about this one with uh, the OC, however, getting beat at the hands of the Street Profits, the poor man's crime time with Ric Flair. Ooh, yeah, so I did watch this one. So this one, yeah, this yeah, the segment was kind of weird with Owens and uh, with Flair, um, but... But then when Street Profits came out, they they just came to fight, man. And I mean, good 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 lord, did they come to fight? Yeah, I mean they they beat the OC like it's no tomorrow. Just yeah, that's that's kind of good. They came out with a win, but man, they yeah they were they were ready to fight. Just like just like we and you me and you said uh before, you know they're they're not good at backstage promos, but they're good in the ring. So it's kind of opposite when when they're not in the ring, you know? It's like, oh, we got to hear them talk about every match and comment and stuff like that. But, but when they're in the ring, sure. they don't talk. They they simply just shine, you know? They kind of, they, they kind of remind me of uh, of another tag team, um, a private party. It's kind of like them, right? Because they... Yeah. Yeah, private party I mean, is on the level, but kind of, that's what I'm saying. It's the three problems kind of like on that level. They don't, they don't, they don't like to talk. They like to... Show action, and they they showed action last night. So, the props to them, man. Like, yeah, good point. Very good point indeed. Yes, indeed. Very good point indeed. Yeah. Now, uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about the match? Please go right ahead. I saw this. Is uh, I thought you know, like it was pretty interesting when Ric Flair came and uh, right. you know, Ko was introducing you know his show with with uh Ric Flair but those bastards came out and, and uh <laughs> you know, ruined everything and they got you know what they got their uh, I think wait a minute, hold on, let me see if I have this right. Yeah. Well um 
Yeah, uh, I think yeah the street the street prophets came out and you know and defeated Arison and Gallows. You know, yeah. see what the hell yeah. what what they are deserve their ass whooped by street yeah. prophets. So yeah, but um, it was alright. It was like. I thought it was going to be a fun a fun show because with Ric Flair, it was weird because I thought they were going to open up with uh, Bobby Lashley and Rusev and we'll get to oh, that. Oh, yeah, but, that. And, um, yeah, we'll get to that match, but I thought they were going to open yeah. that with Bobby Lashley and Rusev, last man standing, but mm-hmm. it ended mm-hmm. up n- nothing. So we'll talk about it when we- when JD, you know, thousand and thing, but yeah, I think this was okay, but the end was yeah. pretty, you know, uh, shitty. Yeah, shit, we'll say. Yeah, but that's Good it. Point. That's Good all point. I gotta say about that. So. All right, no problem. <laughs> all right. Now, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we do have a breaking news story coming in, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports here from Yahoo, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, we do want to report this story right now here. Of course, uh, we heard about what happened earlier today, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, there was an incident in Wisconsin, however, we understand, ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know if you guys heard or not. According to reports from, uh, believe it or not, uh, this is what I've gathered, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, however, a Wisconsin police officer earlier today shot a student who pointed a gun at officers this morning at a suburban high school mm. in Milwaukee. Wakasha uh. Police Chief Russell Jack has told reporters that a student of Wakasha South High School reported that a male student brought a handgun to a classroom. Jack said a school resource officer and the members of the Wakasha Police Department, however, uh, where they attempted to open a dialogue with a 17-year-old male, pulled a handgun from his wristband and pointed at the officers to de-escalate the situation, however. As a result, one of the officers did open fire, however, striking the teen, however. Officers, of course, began life-saving treatment and assumed was transported to a hospital where he is listed in stable condition, however. Jack, <laughs> the reactions of the officer opened fire were <laughs> sanctioned by state statute and department policy. The officer, of course, is an 11-year veteran. Meanwhile, Terry Schuster, the public relations district, or, excuse me, director for the Wakasha School District, fire, said she understood it was the school resource officer who shot the student. Police said that the student was an isolated incident and they are not seeking any other suspects. Uh, John, your thoughts about this breaking story coming into this conference? Well, one of my friends I bring to, I bring to on the show sometimes. She's from Wisconsin, and she she posted this live video. I didn't think, and she has that on my uh, group page as well. Yes. But our Very thoughts, brutal. Uh, yes, indeed. And our thoughts and prayers are certainly with uh, what happened in Wisconsin today. Very, very crazy ordeal, to say the least. No question about it. However, uh. John, thank you very much. Fonzie, what about you? What are your thoughts about what went down in Wisconsin? <sighs> Pretty interesting, but here's another interesting, J.D. A yeah. breaking news just broke in and yes. from CBSSports.com reported the Reds' Mike Moustakis agreed to a four-year deal of $64 million to the Cincinnati Reds. So Ooh, you got the Reds got Mike Moustakis for four year deal, sixty four million. That's the guy from Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? What's up? That's the guy from Kansas City, if I'm not mistaken, isn't it? Yeah. Who? Oh yeah. Whatever. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll, talk yeah about, uh, we'll talk about him in a minute. Thank you very much, uh, Fonzie. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, but what were your thoughts about what happened in Wisconsin today? Uh, I'm just getting sick of it. Hearing these bad news all the time yeah. on the goddamn news. I'm tired of hearing the good news. Yeah, I'm tired of this. You know, this is enough is enough hearing all bad news. I want to hear good news. Just like I, I told you guys before, I was like, I, I, I hate this bad news. I like to hear good news. I like to hear, like, somebody got married and, you know, and streak on a freaking beach naked. With, <laughs> you know, you know oh, my God. oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? No, no. I'm just saying, no. like, you know, that's a good news, you know? But that's all you <laughs> hear anymore, guys. It's yeah. bad news. That's why I'm saying, like, I'd rather hear right. good news. It's like I just told you. Yeah, that sounds right. funny, but, you know, yeah. You know, but so, Lisa's a good, good news and shit. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and of course, and you are talking about Mustakas. Yes, we do see the story. Who turned 31 September? He was a free agent for the third straight offseason after earning apparently one on a pair of one-year deals over 18 and a half near 19 million. And of course, he had 254 with 35 homers and 87 RBI. Of course, former Milwaukee, earning his third All-Star selection. He did move to third when Travis Shaw slumped, however, after signing the season at second base. But as you said, he has now signed a report, according to Jeff Poussin of ESPN and CBS Sports. Thank you very much, Fonzie. He just reported the story. A report, a four-year deal now paying $15 million a season for the next four years. So he is on his way from Milwaukee to Cincinnati, as he is one of the bigger free agents to keep an eye on, besides Garrett Cole and Steven Strasburg, who we're definitely going to be keeping an eye on during this weekend. There's been a lot of discussion that those guys could be uh, cashing in a big paycheck probably in the next couple weeks before Christmas or ching, right ching, after the Christmas ching, holiday. Ching. Exactly. <laughs> ching, 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 right. ching. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. Uh, another story we're following, of course, is uh, what happened in Pittsburgh over the weekend, and we'll talk more about that after the Starcade thing, if we have time. But if not, I will mention it tomorrow night on Revisited. Uh, and now let's go to you now with your thoughts about this matchup involving how are the Street Profits in the OC. Or did you give you your thoughts already? I, I can't remember. I already did that. Yeah, I already did that. Oh, I did? Okay. Everyone got their thoughts in. Okay. Uh, John, I got your thoughts too, correct? Johnny. I think Johnny had to step out for a minute. He'll be back. I think. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to the next match, however. Uh, get through these uh, ones real quickly. How get everyone's thoughts. Huh? Yeah. Oh, we got, you, we, yeah. We got your thoughts on the Street Profits OC match, right, John? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, let's go over All these right, guys, next, guys. Yes. After we do the Starcade, I have an announcement concerning concerning the Starcade Championship on my... Uh, Okay, yes, we're definitely, we're definitely looking forward to hearing that. Okay, no problem, sounds good. All right, here, guys, we'll go through these. Uh, quick uh, answer for each one of these, uh, so we'll go through these real quick if we are in time. Uh, Bobby Lashley with Lana defeated Rusev by forfeit, and then Bobby Lashley defeated Kevin Owens by DQ when Rusev showed up after Rusev was told by Lana not to show up. And now your thoughts about this, quickly. Uh, this was, this was uh, bad. <laughs> I don't know why they're still dragging this Bobby Lashley, Lana crap. I don't, I don't get it, man. Uh, they just drop it at this point, or, or just, uh, you know, or just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So Good yeah, point. they should drop the storyline. This is what I'm trying to say. I would agree. I would agree. John, yeah. your thoughts about this one? Johnny. Uh, 
Yeah, he's fine. That was a good. That was an okay match. But would you agree with Inel that this storyline has got to end, in your opinion? Yeah, it's got it's yeah. got to end. And if Vince does not end this storyline quick, quick and yep. fast and painful, then I've been playing this this line. I will not hesitate to play it again. I know you won't. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will not hesitate, guys. I know you won't hesitate. Uh, Fonzie, let's get your thoughts, however, about the match. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, I, JD, I don't know. Who watched it besides me? Uh, the Starcade. I think I know Nell did. I think he watched it. Uh, now, do you I watch it at all? I have not seen yeah, it, I but did. I yeah. watched yeah, it. Yeah, okay. um, I watched it. Okay. No, I know that, but what are the fans saying to Lon and she said, shut up? What were they saying to her? I think they were because saying derogatory hate. things. To, I think they were saying derogatory stuff to her because they couldn't stand her. Yeah, was, yeah they probably had to uh-huh. leap it out or something. Yeah, you know how fans are. They, they, okay. They, yeah, no, no, I know. But, yeah. Um, whatever the fans say to her, Whatever the fans say to me, she deserves it more than anything. Then KO came out, yeah, uh, this, like as I go, okay, here we go, yeah, uh, forfeit, okay, he forfeited, yeah, right. But you know what? And there was no contest between KO and Bobby Lashley, and Ash, Bobby Lashley got a little bit of his ass whooped by. KO, but who had, who had it in the fear? Lana, whatever. You know, so there was no contest, but I'm pretty sure KO is going to call out Bobby Lashley tonight on Monday Night Raw and ask mm-hmm. for a rematch and have Lana not at the ringside, back to the locker yeah. room where she belongs. Right. But, um, right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. So let's go on to the women's. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But, but, Hold on, guys. John. One more thing yeah. I want to uh-uh. mention. Yeah, John, go ahead. Please. If they, adri- if they continue to drag this storyline down and Vince, and Vince continues to let it drag down, and yeah. like he continues to do this, like he continues uh-huh. to screw all the people, well, guess yeah. what? The only thing he's going to be hearing is this. Please. That's very, very true. Good point there, John. Very good point from all of you guys. No question about it. Again, we're going to take these two matches at a time, however, and break it up, however, in the sections, however, get through this uh, match very, this uh, card very quickly. Uh, next, however, was Alistair Black taking on Andrade with Selena Vega, but then Andrade and Selena Vega said, that wasn't fair, we weren't ready. Ricochet comes out and makes short order of Andrade, however, next, however. Uh, this time I'll go to you, Anel. How? What were your thoughts about these match? Alistair Black defeating Andrade, and then Selena Vega complaining before Ricochet came out to defeat Andrade. Your thoughts about this one? 
Uh, yeah. So, so the uh, Alistair Black match. Yeah, Alistair Black is is getting bad. Uh, you know, bad feuds right now. Yeah, Alistair Black is a, is a dangerous guy. You know, we've we've seen him. Uh, you know, do crazy things, but now he's being. Uh, you know, leveled to like uh, to like a ricochet type of wrestler or like a Andrade type wrestler. He's not getting the main event push we want him to get. Uh, uh, so yeah, so this yeah, this was another disappointing match. Yeah, even though you know uh, Andrade lost to, uh, to Alistair and then he had a match with Ricochet. So yeah, very, very, very good point. Very good point indeed. John, your thoughts about these two matches? <laughs> Andrade had one bad night after another. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And, of course, we're going to see what Selena Vega and Andrade have to say, however, about that tonight. Obviously, as uh, Anel said, also we want to point out that last night the Smithfield Street Bridge was closed, however, after it was struck by a barge, but it has been reopened since, however, after what happened late last night. So those people who are traveling on the bridge this morning to rush hour traffic and going to work or school, however, yeah, you had a little bit of a headache issue, however, but now it's fixed, however, and it's back to normal now as of this afternoon. But very good point from both of you guys, however. Also, believe they're selling a bunch of Duck Dynasty t-shirts however here in Pittsburgh after the uh, what happened yesterday during the Steelers game of Duck Hodges if you was a lot of people were shopping for good Christmas deals down there in the strip district of Pittsburgh today if you will between Duck and America Fitzpatrick and that I'm watching the news right now at this one shop down yeah. the strip was selling a bunch of those shirts today but uh, Fonte yeah. let's go to your thoughts about these uh, two matches what were your thoughts about the matches involving Andrade and Selena how, losing to Ricochet and well, also how, how's this was this match live or is one of them, the the Andrade one was yes, I think live, and then they did not show the Ricochet one because they cut it off the network right about that time. Well, because I didn't see that either. I just soon soon Starkey came on. I, yeah. Yeah. You know, so go on. Yeah, I didn't see that one. So okay. yeah, but well, what were your thoughts about? Yeah, that? whatever. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have his girlfriend again. What else is new? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, but uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Yeah. Yes. So. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Very good points, indeed. Uh, before we get to our next match, however, talking about it, however, John, go ahead with your announcement, however, as far as what's going on, however, what you have in the trivia challenge before I get into our next match. Please go right ahead. All right. So, you know who our boss, he does the trivia challenges. Well, this Monday, this Sunday night, last Sunday night, we had a five-way tie for the Starcade Championship. Yes. And last night, I called in a meeting between all five competitors, and they have, they have decided that they will, in fact, compete for the Starcade Championship. But, but if one person does not decide to show up, he didn't show up at the meeting, we'll make it a fatal four-way match. And, and, that's and, good. and the trivia contest will be contested under Starcade Trivia. Yes. And that's it will be live Monday. on Facebook. All the four people yes. will be on Messenger with me yes. to, to discuss the history to 
to answer the questions of the history from 1983 to 2000. Okay, and that's this Sunday, correct? Yep. All right, we'll be sure to keep an eye on that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Sean. Indeed, we'll be watching it with supreme interest, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen. You can check that out. Also now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into our next match, hour, which is going to be, believe it or not, Ricochet versus, uh, or excuse me, not Ricochet, Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin, of course. We saw what happened there. And also we saw what happened in the fatal four-way with the women, believe it or not. The Kabuki Warriors, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, held off Sasha and, of course, Bailey, Charlotte, and Becky, and Alexa, and Nikki. And now I'll go to you first this time with your thoughts about these two matches in general. Wait, which two and again? Roman versus who? Roman versus Corbin, and also, believe it or not, okay. the other one involving uh, the, the women, however, the Fatal Four with the women. Saw the Kapuki Wars defeat Sasha and Bailey, Charlotte and Becky, and also Alexa and Nikki. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm going to talk about the women. I don't care about Corbin and freaking Roman. Uh, yeah, that's been going okay, that's fine. too far. Let's go ahead. Um, yeah, so the women, yeah, I did see the whole match. Uh, like, yeah, I told you this this morning, too. Um, so yeah, so so I, I saw from uh, beginning to end, um, your girl Becky was about to win it um, towards the end, but then you know Oscar had her uh, you know plans in uh, intact, so she she threw Becky out of the ring, and then it was uh, Oscar and Nikki Cross, and uh, Nikki Cross got uh, trapped into the Oscar lock, and then she tapped, and then they won the title. So it was yeah, it was a uh, a big. Uh, match for the Kabuki work because they were being outnumbered, right? Because you had, like, three teams that were gunning for the tag titles, but then, you know, they they weren't clean. That's that's all I can say. At least Oscar didn't use the green mist. Yeah, that would have been crazy yesterday if she did that, but she stopped herself for do- from doing that. Um, and so, yeah, so now tonight, yeah, speaking of them, they face uh, Charlotte in a 2-on-1 handicap match, so that's, that should be fun. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, so every team did their thing, you know. I'm not gonna uh, take away from uh, from Nikki Cross and Alexa, and then your girl and Charlotte, and then um, Kabuka Warriors, right? So I'm not gonna take uh, take anything away from all of them, but it's just you know they the tag team champions were ready. They they knew what what their opposition was gonna be. They're like they're like we're gonna win this no matter what, you know. Right. So, yeah, Sasha Bailey, yeah, yeah, those are the two I didn't mention because I hate them as it is. I hate Sasha and Bailey. Oh, jeez. Boston Hug Connection, I hate them. I hate hate how they're still together, but but whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I think a lot of people would sympathize and agree with you there. No question about it. I think a lot of people would agree wholeheartedly with you uh, on that. And as far as the court match, I've said my piece in the past about those guys, so I'm going to be the same way you are. Uh, John, let's go to yeah. your thoughts about these two. What were your thoughts about these two matches in general? <laughs> Reigns pooped on Corbin's yard. Uh, cor- on Corbin's crown is all I can say. Yep. Yep. We definitely agree there. And also, yeah. and also, Oscar and Sane retaining the titles. Yeah, I was going with yeah. Becky and Charlotte, but mm. I was wrong. But would you say it's time to uh, really uh, change things up, in your opinion? Do you think it's time to really get things somewhat fixed, I mean, in a big way? Do you think it's time to really fix the issue that's become a real nuisance and a problem over the last several months with the women? I mean, the women continue to be a little bit of a, 
I wouldn't say a big problem, but they've kind of been really going backwards rather than forwards, if you ask me. I mean, what's your take? I, I would agree. Okay, appreciate that. And before we take a look, however, of what's going on, we can tell you right now, we're going to give you a weather report, however, of what's going on here, ladies and gentlemen, of what's happening in everyone's And here's what I'm... And here's what Sorry, I thought, thought about Rusev and Lashley. Okay, please. If they do have a match at TLC, yes. here's my opinion on it. Make it a ladder match. Yeah, but and put on a, a shark cage. No, but with a contract that states yeah. that the winner of that match will yeah. face... Rock for the title at the Rumble. Ooh, that's not a bad suggestion. I like Ooh. your thinking there, John. That, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, that's not a bad suggestion. I like your thinking there. That's good thinking there, John. That could happen. That could very well happen. That's a now, WWE writer's idea. Yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. a very good idea, John. I think everyone would agree to that idea. Now, before we get into uh, thoughts from Fonty on the women's match, however, and also the uh, Fatal 4-Way, however, of the... Corbin Reigns match. Let's talk about the weather right now. First off, we know in El Salvador today there's light rain and 58 degrees. Tomorrow through Thursday, Friday looks good. 62 with sun and clouds. 67, 70 and 73, however, with sun and clouds Thursday and 75 on Friday. A right. chance of rain Saturday and 71, but 77 and 80 next Sunday and Monday, so it looks pretty good in his neck of the woods. Send the weather here. I, uh, JD, before, before we get more weather Yeah, in, 57 I, right now, though. Yeah. Go John. Yes. The late ratings are in for NXT and AEW. Oh, okay. Mm. John has some news to report here. Okay, John, please give us the update. What do we got? NXT scored 820, while Dynamite got 8,000 viewers. 800,000? NXT won. So for the second week in a row, NXT comes out swinging with a close margin of 1,000 more. Interesting considering the fact that AEW, however, started out the show with the Chris Jericho championship uh, celebration segment, however, with his father, the inner circle, and everyone. And then, of course, uh, we saw what happened in the first hour of NXT, which was the Undisputed Era, against, uh, who did they take on? I forget who they took on last week. Someone help me here. John, you would know, probably. Uh, Keith Lee and... I think Keith Lee. Yeah, Keith Lee and Dominic Chai That's right. Yes, you're right. So a close race yet again, but for the second time in two weeks, folks, NXT comes out with a close shave of a victory against AEW. Now, we already told you what's going to happen this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, at Dynamite Hour in Champaign, Illinois, ladies and gentlemen. And here are the matches that will be held at the State Farm Arena. I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure. No, the, yes, the State Farm Center in Champaign, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Joey, John Moxley will take on John Janela. Trent will take on Ray Fenex. Howard's the best friends will take on one half of the Lucha Bros. Pentagon Jr. will take on Christopher Daniels, the Fallen Angel. And yes, folks, this will be a great main event. I can assure you this. Dustin Rhodes in the Bucks. Nick and uh, his brother Matt Jackson will take on the inner circle of Santana Ortiz, Proud and Powerful, LAX, whatever you want to call him, and the Latin Hardcore, ladies and gentlemen, Sammy Guevara. Plus, I'm sure we'll have more on Chris Jericho, of course, and John Mox. Um, also, believe it or not, however, of Cody Rhodes and his friend, however, referring to a MJF, let's just say in DDP. That's going to be interesting. So, folks, that's this Wednesday night at Dynamite 
at the State Farm Center at the University of Illinois in Champaign. But, so NXT edges out AEW by 20,000 in a close one this week. Now, let's get back to the weather very quickly before we get back more Star K news. Here's what we got. In Trinity, North Carolina right now, it's mostly cloudy at 44. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds, however, as well as Wednesday and Thursday with sunshine galore. 49 will be your high tomorrow. 55, 56 Wednesday and Thursday. 59 on Friday with sun and clouds. 50 on Saturday, and then cloudy on Sunday, 54, and then a chance of rain with some sun and clouds on Monday, high of 63. Meanwhile, on Front World, let's tell you what's going on in John's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. 42 and cloudy, but tomorrow will be sun and clouds. However, 44 will be your high, 47 on Wednesday, 45 on Thursday, 54 on Friday, 40 on Saturday, and then 44 and cloudy on Sunday, and then 52 and rain on Monday. So, John, it is going to start warming up in your neck of the woods. Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, the home of King and Gerard T. Smith. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, 29, mostly cloudy right now. High of 37 with sun and clouds tomorrow. 39 with sun and snow flurries with some clouds on Wednesday. 39 will be your high there. 33 in flurries on Thursday. 33 with sun and clouds in flurries again on Friday. 35 on Saturday with sun and clouds there. 45 in cloudy on Sunday. And then 45 with sun and clouds there with a chance of rain hour next Monday in Toronto. Pittsburgh weather. Let's tell you what it's going to be like in Pittsburgh. Right now, light is 49 degrees. 36 in cloudy tomorrow. 40 on Wednesday. 40 on Thursday with sun and clouds. 44 on Friday. 37 with sun and clouds on Saturday. 46 on Sunday with sun and, with uh, some clouds. And then 53, however, one decent day with some sun and clouds and a chance of rain next Monday. But right now it's 39 in rain here in Pittsburgh. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, two other places to report. Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, in MLD's neck of the woods. Michelle Lindodds, that is. It is 45, mostly cloudy. Tomorrow will be sun and clouds. 49, 52, and 50 hour with sun on Thursday. Sun and clouds. Both tomorrow and Wednesday, high of 50 and 52, respectively. Friday will be 54 with sun and clouds, 45 and sunny on Saturday, 48 and cloudy on Sunday, and then a chance of rain with some sun and clouds on Monday, high of 57 degrees. And finally, in the Empress, Jam, Anne-Marie Rickenbach's neck of the woods, ladies and gentlemen. Let's tell you what it's like there, ladies and gentlemen. Despite the Midwest storm that's coming in, however, into the East Coast, 55 and sun and clouds tomorrow, 50 right now with some sunshine at the moment, 65, however, with sun and clouds, however, on Wednesday, 60 on Thursday, 62 on Friday with sun and clouds, 58 on Saturday with sun and clouds, 65 and cloudy on Sunday, and then 62 with a chance of rain next Monday. So there you go, folks. That is your weather forecast from the Talk Shoe Radio Network. Before we get into anything else, let's give you the number one more time here at episode 218-1605-562-0444-138744 pound. The Marielles of the Human Suplex Machine, the Iceman, of course, the Heartbreak Kid, and the Heartbreak, the Heartbreak Kid, and the Rattlesnake and Elf Tower are all here. So give us a call right now. Also, we want to say hello to our friends at the Hot Pals, Dayton, Missy, Pat, Brian, Brad, Matt and everyone else, including uh, Maureen and, of course, everyone else down there as well. Hope you guys are enjoying your Monday here on Cyber Monday, the second day of December. 23 days till Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. 29 days until the end of 2019 and the end of the decade. So it is definitely going to be a party like none other here over the next four weeks. Gentlemen, let's continue on now with our our Starcade uh, thoughts here, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do here, however, I want to say I I didn't even see it, however, I gave Starcade a four out of ten. John, what would you rate Starcade? Okay, apparently John has stepped out for a minute. We'll get back to him in just a minute. And now let's go back to you real quick. What were your thoughts on Starcade on a scale of one to ten? I gave it a four. Okay. Uh. I'll get a 
five just be, just because of the women's match and then the um uh Alistair Black uh beating um uh, Andrade just just uh just points on those those two right there so that's why I gave it a five okay. other than that yeah it was it was bad okay thank you very much Anel uh Fonzie I know you didn't get to, you saw most of it however on the network but uh, after hearing most of what went down what yeah was it was only what three matches it was supposed to yeah. be four, wasn't it? Yeah, or there was three. supposed to be three on the network and it and switched to four, yes. Yeah, I made a four mm-hmm. with uh, OC and, uh, um, what you call it? OC and, uh, who? I'm sorry. The street Profits. Yeah, the Street Profits. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it was okay. But, like I said, the worst match, probably was not even a goddamn match, honestly, yeah. was Lana and uh, um, Bobby Lashley and uh, Rusev. Then who comes out uh, in a fear? <laughs> KO. So, yeah, then, and that was not a match either. So I gave it. You gave what a four, JD? You didn't see it, yeah, right? Yeah, gave it a five. Yeah. And a five for a no. Yeah. I'm gonna say four and a half because yeah. the end, the main event, you know, was not a main event. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, it could have did something else, but uh, yeah. But like I said, yeah, I get four and a half. So, yeah. That's mine. Okay, that works, Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, go to, I'm looking right now on Channel 2 right now, seeing how bad this storm has hit uh, New York. Like I said, they're getting almost a foot and a half to two feet of snow coming their way with ice and everything in between. So, folks, get ready for the uh, snow that's coming to the northeast part of the country. Like I said, New York, Philly, Boston, get ready. D.C. might be getting a little affected by the storm. You never know, folks. Uh, let's see if uh, John is back with us. John, are you back with us? I think he's back with us. I think he had to step out again to uh, 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 do, do care, take care of some business here, but we'll be back with him shortly, as we said. Don't forget, 11 p.m. tonight on FacebookLive.com under GRHS. Howard John will have a lot to talk about, including Starcade, Monday Night Raw from Nashville. Also, a look back at the Monday Night Raw show, uh, as we said, the Monday Night Show. He will talk about from Nashville. He'll talk about Starcade. He'll also give you an early preview of TLC and also some other news, including the Monday Night Football game, between Minnesota and Seattle, which will be going on live from cold, chilly Seattle, Washington tonight as the Vikings head out west to the Pacific Northwest. If you will take on Russell Wilson, who just turned 31 a few days ago, and the Seahawks and the Legion of Boom, the 12th man at QS Stadium tonight in Seattle. That'll be your game on Monday Night Football this evening. Now let's see if John has returned. John, are you back with us? Yes, I am. Okay, uh, real quick, let's get your rating as far as Starcade goes, however, real quickly on a scale of 1 to 10. I also plugged in your show, however, as well, however, very quickly. So let's hear your rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate it? And they'll gave it a 4 and a, a 5. I gave it a 4. Uh, Bonte gave it a 4 and a half. What was your rating? 4. Okay. I said 4. Okay, I heard you. All right. 
All right, that sounds good. Thank you very much, Howard. Let's talk now about the main event, guys, Howard, which was, of course, the steel cage match, The Fiend taking on, of course, Braun Strowman. This did not go very long. And, uh, John, I'll go to you second this time, Howard. I'll start with the nail this time. And, now, what were your thoughts about the uh, main event that didn't go very long, Howard, that saw The Fiend retain the title? Your thoughts about this one? Yeah, I don't get this one either, yeah, because... Because the Fiend uh, show, shows up, but then he uh, likes to play mind games with people, and obviously then then when he has that, you know, the Mandible Claw or whatever that Mick, Mick Foley used to use, when he puts that, put, puts those four fingers in your mouth, you're basically done. Like, you can't, you can't breathe, you can't, you can't do nothing. You're basically vulnerable at that point. So, yeah, even Bray Wyatt, even uh, Braun Strowman got, got, the, got that uh, punishment too, even though he's like, you're gonna get these hands. Well, you got you got four fingers in your mouth, buddy. You you didn't get any. You didn't put any no, hands on the feed. No, no. So, so that so that that gimmick didn't even work on the feed, man. The feed is so uh, it's so uh, you know he's he's so uh, he's so hard to hard to figure Nine, out. He's, he's like, you know, eight, so. seven, oh, John is counting now loud. Six, okay. Something's five, up. Something's up. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Five, four, three, two, yeah. one. Okay. Yeah, wait. Uh, <laughs> what's John doing? Tom, what are you doing? <laughs> nothing, happy New Year. Nothing. No. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, Canada, Happy New Year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, but, but yeah, go on. So, yeah, so about the fiend. Yeah, so I was saying like, yeah, so he's he's pretty unpredictable, man. You you don't know when that mandible claw is gonna come in, and so yeah, it's a, so it sucks for Braun Strowman. He got he got he got a taste of that. Sucks for him. Yes, very good point indeed. Very good yeah. point indeed. Uh, thank you very much, there, uh, John. Let's get your thoughts about the the main event between uh, Corbin and Strowman, or not? You know, yeah, Cor- the being Bray Wyatt and Strowman. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, no comment. All right. Thank you very much, John. I mean, if you uh, change your mind, just let us know. Fonzie, let's go to you. I know this didn't show on the network, but your thoughts how this match ended very quickly at the hands of uh, the Fiend winning. <laughs> What else is new? It's always ending quickly. What else is yeah. new? You know, it's not a match. It's like a talk show. You know? <laughs> and yeah. it's like two minutes, not even. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. There you go. Uh, that being said, of course, we have a. Thank you very much, guys. Of course, we will talk about next week, ladies and gentlemen, TLC, what our predictions are for next week on some of our worst moments of the year. But right now, guys, we're going to go into, uh, like I said here, our thoughts here about some of the best moments of the year, ladies and gentlemen. And each one of us will take a turn, however. I'll start with Danielle, then I'll go to John and Fonzie, and then in reverse order, I'll go to Fonzie next, however. Like I said, it's not a top list of top five or top ten. Everyone can do, like, five if they want to, Howard, because I think that's all the time we have for Howard. Then we'll get our raw ratings and predictions in, and then we'll call it a day and tie a bow on this thing, Howard, for our first uh, show of this month. Oh, oh wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I, really today. I know. Mm-hmm. Get ready, JD. You're gonna face me. Twenty-four-seven. <laughs> 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 
And yes, yep. that only means one thing, ladies and gentlemen. However, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, joining us from Trinity, North Carolina, where the weather is cool and everything like that, ladies and gentlemen, let's just say, let us welcome <laughs> in Cam Newton's favorite person, and yes, Ric Flair's party-time Christmas neighbor, ladies and gentlemen, from Trinity, North Carolina, however, who will have a lot to say this afternoon as we say good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, however, ladies and gentlemen, however, he's the good old boy himself, ladies and gentlemen, none other than the Jolly at Jake, ladies and gentlemen, however, of the bunch, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Please welcome none other than Mr. WCW himself to episode 218, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, welcome to 218. Uh, first off, howdy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and, and second of all, by the way, guys, uh, just to make a couple of comments here, and I know I'm probably going to pay for this later. Uh, JD, I actually found out a little something interesting about the cheerleaders for both the University of Pittsburgh and also the Pittsburgh Steelers. There's a nickname for them. Mm. How did we do that? Mm. Well, the Steelers, I know, however, have never had cheerleaders back in the day. They only had Steelers with Bean, but the Panthers are some mighty fine girls, such as say. Fonzie knows that all too well. Well, well I, have, I, have, I have, I found out what the true nickname is as soon as I can okay. get over this. Uh, <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and and y'all, can, y'all, y'all can pay me back for this later anytime you want. <laughs> Pits, pits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a good one. But we were just talking. We were, we were just talking about Starcade. You were coming on, Howard. Everyone weighed in, and it was not a very successful show. And I'm sure you saw what happened uh, with the results last night. Read the results, Howard, last night. So I'm going to let you have the floor of uh, take over, Howard, for a few minutes, however, and let everyone know your thoughts about Starcade, however, as well as what we got planned for this week. So go right ahead. I will be back shortly. All right, thank you very much, Richard. Ladies and gentlemen, 4.40 p.m. on Monday, December 2nd, 2019, Mr. WSWS, Chad Hinshaw here uh, coming in. Uh, guys, by the way, I also found out there was a, a special nickname given to the uh, four-way women's tag team title match at Starcade. I found that out, too. Would you like to, would you, would you, uh, like to know what that was, too? Sure. Yeah. Eight sets of pits match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Anyway, let me go and get that out of my system. Okay. Yeah. No one found it. So I'm just gonna go right ahead. I'm like the Johnny Carson of Monday. No one found my stuff funny. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Here we go. Uh, coming up here, of course, uh, this week here in the radio network, we got a bunch to talk about there. As we heard, as you've heard, JD said, of course, he's going back to the Island of Beautiful Men right now. He's going to take care of some business. <laughs> anyway. Of course, right after wrestling revisited tomorrow night, 139-926 pound, of course, will be Revolution. Our live video feed will be from our New Japan Pro Wrestling Tribute Group, NJPWS Forever Honorable. News and views, history and birthdays, and of course, our thoughts and opinions as to what took place on the, took place to, uh, what will take place, I should say, um, tonight on Raw. Of course, talk about that tomorrow night. And some wrestling extras coming your way here as well, so we'll definitely bring that here to you. Of course, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Wednesday night, uh, uh, we may also have to um, push outside the ropes a little bit. I'm not sure yet, but we'll, we'll keep everybody informed of that as well. But uh, one one four one three eight seven pound in case, just in case we do have it Wednesday night, it will be at 630, but we'll let everybody know if that does change towards, towards, it, uh, towards uh, Wednesday evening. 
<clears throat> but of course, rest of the debate, of course, will be on one three nine nine two five pound at eight o'clock. Of course, I'll be talking about what happened with Starcade, what what, will, what happened with Raw. Of course, uh, a little brief run, another brief rundown of AEW and NXT, and also, of course, what's going to come up with TLC. So we'll definitely be bringing all that up here, of course, uh, at eight o'clock, eight to nine. Of course, Revolution Wednesday night, our live video feed will be from Louisiana. <laughs> Ultimate Underground, and of course Fonzie's Belch will also make an appearance. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Also, of course, we will be running down the results of what happened. What will happen Wednesday night with AEW and NXT? A preview as to what will happen Friday night on SmackDown, and and other and other wrestling extras that will, of course come up. It also will pop up here as well, uh, coming up this Wednesday. Coming up this Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, uh, will be, of course, NWO Wolfpack will be making its return, of course, after taking a, taking last week off for Thanksgiving. But we'll be back on with Wolfpack, of course, 138-521-pound. Our live video feed will be from WCWS Legacy. News and views, history and birthdays. Also, our, our, uh, a, our thoughts about what, what, what will happen Wednesday night with AEW and NXT. And other, some other big-time topics as well, so be sure to join us here for that. Ladies and gentlemen, also I will mention here to you that <clears throat> right now, as right now as it stands, I should be, I will be out of the, I will be out of pocket for a little while prior to Friday's edition of Revolution. If in fact by some chance I do not make it back in time, ladies and gentlemen, I will, I will be having someone, of course, go ahead and get Revolution started in my stead. Um, if I do happen to make it before the show is over with, I will have the live video feed Friday night from LWOUS Latino Dynasty. But either way, Revolution Friday will go on regardless if it's myself or somebody else that's going to host it. Uh, of course, news and views, history and birthdays, and of course, hopefully we'll get to hear from MLD as well as Danny from Oak Park about their thoughts about what's happening in wrestling here this week. So be sure to join us here for that. <clears throat> of course, like I said, Friday night on Revolution, one three eight zero five five pounds and also this Saturday, don't forget WWS Power Hour, one four one three six four pound. As we'll be running down, of course, everything that will, and of course, what went down this week in the radio network. Plus, also Saturday's wrestling history will, of course, come your way, of course, at six o'clock Saturday evening, of course, right here on TalkShoot.com. <clears throat> and also, of course, want to throw out here at you, ladies and gentlemen, new list have been added on the Bulldog DVD sales and variety on Facebook. Which is of course Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. More to come here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, keep that in mind. And we have got uh, let's see here, 29 more days, ladies and gentlemen, until all this stuff goes out. So take advantage of it if you can. Like I said, every single DVD posted, DVD and Blu-ray posted, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, are worth one dollar. And you cannot beat that deal, ladies and gentlemen. And I have sets here that have five or six discs in it. I'm doing it all for a dollar. So, like I said, if you know, if you see something you like, come let me know, and I'll be more than happy to, uh, like I said, uh, uh, send it to you. And like I said, they're all going to be a dollar a pop. So be sure to check it out here today. Like I said, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. <coughs> and, and also, before I turn it back over to JD, I have got to let you tell you all the story I read over the weekend. That's, that's really going to blow your mind. I'm sure everybody's probably read it by now. I read it off of 411 Mania. Apparently, they are selling a replica of the Fiend's version of the Universal title. I don't know if you've seen that or not. And this is, coming, this is WWE 
doing this. And, you, and would you like to know how much you can get it for at WWE Shop, whatever you want to call it? One fifty. Uh, well, that's a good guess. Does anybody else want to take a guess? John? Uh, $15. <laughs> JD, what do you say? I say a thousand. And now, what about you? I think he left. He might have. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, he did. Okay, unfortunately, I was thinking El Patel had to leave us, unfortunately. So, folks, we do want to thank Anel for coming on, Howard. We will talk to him again later on this week. And, Anel, if you want to call back before we wrap up things in the Raw Reigns and Monday Night Football score, that's fine. If not, you can just message me, and I'll read them on the air tomorrow. But uh, we do want to thank you for coming on, Howard, this afternoon. We most appreciate it as well. Yeah. Uh, but well, before we get to that. Again, like I said, you can check out. I'm sorry. <sighs> you can check out the story on 411mania.com, ladies and gentlemen. But what I'm about to tell you, you three guys and myself are going to crap a brick when I tell you how much it's going to be selling. It's a matter, get this, it's made out of the same material as the actual belt he's carrying. All right? Here's how much it is. $6,499.99. Yeah. Yeah. $6,500 for one of these belts. Custom made. Huh. The same material as the, as, the, as the belt that was made for, the actual belt that was made for Bray Wyatt. I'm not hey. kidding. I, I, you can't make that up, guys. You can't make that up. That's crazy. And what can I freaking belt. That's a replica. It's a darn replica. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. could buy porno. I could buy 500 porno movies for that much. Yes. If you yes. think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, 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 Fonzie, Fonzie, with all due respect, you could get laid 100 times with that much. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anyway, well, <laughs> no offense, Fonzie, no offense. Okay. No, um, no. But I do a lot of action. Check out 411mania.com. Like I said, JD, it was, it was posted Saturday or Sunday. You find it, and you read it. You I will. feel me. It'll blow your freaking mind. But, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're taking orders right now for this thing. I'm not surprised. <laughs> and, 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 John, and, and John did report this too, Chad, uh, earlier today. How apparently for the second week in a row, we do have the Wednesday Night War. Showbiz Daily reports are that AEW did 663,000 viewers down from 893 the week before. Meanwhile, NXT drew 18 down from 916 the week before. So for the second week in a row, NXT wins the Wednesday Night War. Because they're still hyped up from what happened during Survivor Series. Yep. That's yep. exactly what it's all about, man. They're still on that kick. They're still on that high. And Triple H will find a way to keep it. Almost like I said. But guys, that's all I've got here as far as my side of the my side of the table here. We'll keep you informed about outside the ropes on Wednesday. And also I'll keep you informed on Thursday if we're not what the status is going to be for Friday's revolution. But we'll keep you we'll keep you informed about that even as we speak. So for now, let me this is Mr. Wait, wait, hold on, Chad. Hold on before you stop. Well, I'm not leaving. I'm just, you, I'm just doing it. Uh, uh, you remember the bet you had you and J.D.?
No. It was, it was John. No. It was me it was and John. Uh, John uh, okay, yeah, John yeah. and... Uh, Thank you very much, Fonzie, for let me, let me mention that, yes. Thank you, Fonzie. I, I apologize about mm-hmm. that. And, 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 and as you did hear, of course, on Revolution Force this past Friday, John and I did the best. Uh, as of course, before came the course of course, as did inform me of this, yet the Panthers did go down, but didn't go down by much. So, like I said, I, I can, I'm, I'll talk about it. If they ever blow it, that's when I don't want to talk about it. So, I'm willing to talk about it. But, like I said, a deal's a deal. So, ladies and gentlemen, at some point here, we'll, we'll schedule this at some point. Fonzie, you will have to defend the WCWS 24-7 title against John. So you better keep And, yes, I will be the judge. Right. I will be judging him with Chad. So, yes, no, I was just going to say that, too. I was just going to say that, too, there, Fonzie. Thank you very much. Yes, that was part of a bet last Friday, in case you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, that was made on Revolution oh, Friday uh-huh. after Thanksgiving between Mr. Oh. and John between Caroline Washington. So, guys, uh, we saw what happened. And as I mentioned earlier, Carolina did put up a good fight, however. And I will say they did put up a damn good fight, however. But in the end, the Washington Redskins, came through with a close shave of a win, 29-21 yesterday in Charlotte, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, this week, our John's boys, of course, will be taking on Green Bay in frigid cold Lambeau Field, ladies and gentlemen. My boys will be playing host, of course, believe it or not, two of all teams, however, the Arizona Cardinals out there in Pittsburgh West. As they hope to continue their playoff surge, the Panthers, however, I believe, are home this week. If I'm not saying I'm going to pull up their schedule here in a second. I know an L team is playing Indianapolis this week. they got a big date coming up this week. Week. Uh, let's see who uh, Caroline gets. I think Caroline's back home again this week. Let's see. We're going to find out who they get this week. However, they got a big uh, upcoming home game this week. I think it's Atlanta this week. They play Atlanta at home in Charlotte, if you will. We'll check on that here in just a second. We know that this money is going to be here in week 14. I'll tell you right now, week 14, it will be. It's the Colts in the box. I was right. Uh, John's boys, of course, we already told you about them. Uh, Chad's boys will be playing to the Falcons. Yes, that's right. They will be going to Atlanta this week. Meanwhile, this Sunday night, of course, a big key game there. The Seahawks and the Rams in Los Angeles. And, of course, next Monday will be the Giants in Philadelphia in Philly. So there you go, folks. Those are the games coming up in week 14 this week. Uh, unfortunately. What's that? What were you saying? I didn't hear. What did you say? No, I didn't get a chance to do that part because Fonzie had brought that other. Uh, that's okay. I'm going to turn things back but, over here. But, uh, okay. Well, like I said, uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about next week, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we're, going to, uh, we're, we're, we're pressed for time a little bit, unfortunately, but we might go over a little bit by a few minutes. Real quick, guys, how are, uh, since we didn't have a top five, so we're going to get everyone real quick. How are, uh, one story apiece, maybe, how are, maybe they maybe. can share. Maybe yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But if, I, if, if I may, if I may, if I, of course, being the sport I am, since I did come on a little bit late, and, yeah, and I'm going to offer. I am going to offer this tomorrow night. Revolution, we do your list. Okay, well we'll do that tomorrow night. Okay, okay, guys. So that that so John and Nell, you uh, John and uh, Bonzi, you guys heard that too, correct? We're going yeah. to do our list as far as the top yeah. stories of the year. Okay. Next week, though, we will do the worst stories of the year and TLC predictions. So that will be next week, guys. So we'll push that back. Okay. Well, before we go, we want to tell you, Nell just gave us his rating prediction for the night. It is 1.4. The Vikes win by 10. In an upset, he's taking Minnesota in the cold, frigid area of Seattle. So he's taking Minnesota 24-14. John, we'll go to you. Then we'll go to uh, my uh, Chad. 
Fonzie, you will go third, Howard, and then I will tie a bow on this thing and wrap it up here. And as I said earlier, right. I do want to thank all of you for uh, coming on today. Howard, John, Fonzie, and Nell, and Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. We also want to say thank you to all of our callers, however, as well, ladies and gentlemen. We will be back again a week from now to continue our Christmas rush, ladies and gentlemen. So we're not uh, done just yet, folks, for the year. We're not even close to being done as we are continuing our countdown heading into the holidays. So, John, by all means, what do you got tonight for us in Nashville, and what is your prediction on the Monday night game in Seattle. All right. I'm going to change change it up a bit. First, okay. I'm going to do the football thing because I want to say this. Yeah. Anil, I'm sorry, buddy, but there is no way the Vikings are going to win. <laughs> All right. Seahawks win 24-17. And, um, okay. and the match for all will be – I can't. I can't think. Okay. All right. But I will say Rollins versus versus uh, Owens again in a rematch. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. One point. And I say one point six. So they go up to one six this week. Okay. Thank you very much. Yep. John. All right. And we will definitely check you on your podcast tonight, as always. And we will check yep. out with you again tomorrow night as well. Enjoy your Monday. I'll be in touch with you throughout the evening. Okay. Bye, guys. All right. See you. Later. Take care, John. All right. Later. Being with Suplex Machine now leaving us, we do want to thank him for coming mm-hmm. on the air, ladies and gentlemen. Also, don't forget to check out Anel and myself tonight on the Chris Peep Show with a Z. Join his friends, the Woken Jay Cuts and Arcane, if you will. Shamir Blunt, ladies and gentlemen. Our DJ from FLA, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, uh, let's just say our good friend Gabby. Let's just say our also good friends Rena, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, folks, even the Friday Night Delight, Danny from Oak Park, as I mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, as well as myself and Nell and the rest of the gang, including Chris Peeps with a Z, beginning at 11 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, right after Raw goes off the air. Check it out on YouTube.com. You don't want to miss it. The Chris Peeps Show, however, besides Sean's uh, podcast, ladies and gentlemen, on FacebookLive.com, the best damn Raw post show every Monday night, every week, however, on YouTube. That being said, now let's turn it over to Mr. WCW, who is next, Howard, who has our thoughts about our raw rating prediction, however, as well as the Monday Night Football score between Minnesota and Seattle. So, Chad, the floor is yours. Fine. We'll go next, and then I'll go last. Okay. Uh, let me see. Okay. Uh, well, like I said, they're going to have to be on be on their game here a little bit. Uh, they got another major pay-per-view, another big pay-per-view popping up, coming up here really soon, and everything is going to start mattering. Uh, of course, you did mention JD and nothing as probably going to go down. As I think you said something about Rollins is supposed to be issue an apology. Yes, at the beginning of the show. Yes. Yeah. Sometime. Yes. yes. That's I doubt. I, wish I doubt very seriously he'll do that. But I mean, that's just that's just my opinion. Uh, <clears throat> because uh, I mean, I'm sure he did that. That he was just ticked off. But still, I don't think he's really going to do that. I'm not sure. Uh, based upon that. Uh, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna say first of all that I think the main event's going. To, I think John really said that. I think the main event's probably going to end up being. Uh, well, no, I take it back. I'm gonna take it back because, like I said, there's several different things, of course, that could happen. Um, you know, I'm gonna. I'm, I actually I'm gonna go with what John said. I'm gonna, I think it's gonna be Rollins and KO. I mean, they got to have a guy have a good ideal main event. I mean, if they don't do it, if they, if they don't do that one. Then more likely, I think I think that what would make sense would be if they put the handicap ladies match in the main event. Pickles. Right. 
Which I liked them too, Fonzie. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, and go pick up fight out of never mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> okay. 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 I couldn't help it. You said pickles. I couldn't help it. Sorry. Um, the ladies. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Chad. I'm watching. I'm watching. Uh, freaking Americans funniest video. That's why. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you with them. Anyway, I think the rating for Raw is going to end up being. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna go down just a tad with what I've been saying. I'm gonna say one point three. Okay. Because I mean, because like I said, I mean, you know, based upon what happened, you know, this this past Sunday, I mean, and of course, like I said, they're probably still not going to be in any any big time shape here. Of course, going into going into TLC. So I mean. Also, uh, I'm, on, I'm going to hope and pray that that TLC also offers some of some of the NXT guys some some matches because that's what they need. That's what's helping the whole thing. My personal opinion, or let NXT get involved Jeez. in all this, which is good. Yes, and, and yes, Fonzie, I like the type that you take out of jar and go. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, the Monday Night Football game you said it's going to be in Seattle. It's going to be Minnesota and Seattle. Uh, of course, I often say, of course, the hometown advantage is the only one thing that's going to be helpful. Uh, uh, it's going to be a back and forth thing. You know what? I know Seattle's been Seattle's been to the to the big to the big dance here. I think here not too long ago. So, I mean, that, that, proves, that proves that's a, they're they're a very good team. Uh, that being said, wow. you no, know, I'm going to give it this. I'm going to give it to Seattle. But I think, um, I mean, John has a good point. That I don't think Minnesota would be able to pull it oh, off. Oh, Pepper. I mean, uh, sorry, God. Well, I like Sport and Pepper sorry. too. So they're <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry, uh, they just showed the answer. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, it's all right. I know you can't help it. I, I, I do, I do that too, Fonzie. So don't worry about it. Uh, what was oh yeah. I mean, with the cold weather, I mean that that, that I mean Minnesota, folks in Minnesota. Kind of used to that. So, I mean, I figured it might not be that much that big of a deal as far as the weather, obviously. But I'm gonna say Seattle's gonna pull it off. But I'm gonna say I think it's gonna be a blowout too. And I'm gonna go out on a limb, a real big limb here. We'll say 30-17 Seattle. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good pick. All right. I'm gonna say my prediction now, and finally I'll go to you last, Tower. I think it'll yeah. be 34 to 21. I do think Seattle will win. I'm going to say the rating is going to be 1.5. See where it is now, however. And I think you're going to see, believe it or not, however, the main event, however, be possibly maybe Seth Rollins' apology. I think they're going to save it till the main event. I really do. But watch. Like you said, they'll mm-hmm. probably screw it up. Fonzie, you have the final say before we wrap it up here. All right, T. All right. Well... That's a nice one. Uh, that was fake, by the way. I know. Ahead, that was guy. <laughs> um, nine. Ooh. Well, what happened last week? Everybody, you know, just sat on their butts and just like opened their mouth, like, 
okay, this is opening. They thought it was going to be Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. But, um, yeah, it started off with, it started off with the, the man. So I'm going to say, yeah, like you're going to say, J.D., they're going to say that Seth Rollins. You know what? No, I'm going to go against you. I think it's going to be a Bookie Warriors versus Charlotte. Two-on-one handicap match will close out the show. And open right. the show will probably be Seth Rollins' apology. Get that over with. That's it. Get okay. that over with and start off the show. And, okay. Tonight at, Washington, at Seattle, Washington, home of the Seattle Seahawks, the second best, actually, yeah, the second best loudest stadium ever. I think it's going to get louder and louder tonight. Yeah, besides the cold, but they're they're used to it up there. Rain, snow, who cares? They're used to that. 26 straight days rain and 26 days without rain. Um, I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm going to say Seattle 31 mm-hmm. and the Vi- uh, Kirk yes, Cousins, oh, yeah. Vikings yeah. will be, they will lose by seven. 31-24 is your final. Okay. And then going to be no blow. Well, it's going to be close no. between two yeah. great quarterbacks. Yeah, so, it will yeah. be enter- it will so. be entertaining, no doubt about it. And of course, Russell Wilson just turned yep. 31 on Friday, I believe, or just this past weekend. But we will be watching very carefully, folks. And don't forget, next week, TLC predictions and our worst moments of the year will be discussed. However, I do want to thank you all for joining us, folks. We will talk to you again next Monday for episode 219 or 220. I think it's 219 next. We we'll have to double check my math, but I'm not sure. <laughs> but folks, we're going to continue our Christmas uh, discussion. Also, tomorrow night in Wrestling Revisit, we'll talk about a story that did happen over the weekend that we didn't have time for, Howard, that happened over the weekend in Pittsburgh, including a former Pittsburgh athlete who, well, let's just say, Howard, is still recovering after a very, let's just say, rough ordeal with his girlfriend over the weekend. Who was it and what really went down? We'll let you know about it at 7 o'clock on Revisit. So for now, for the Human Suplex Machine, for the Heartbreak Kid, for Mr. WCW, and for the Rattlesnake and El Patel, this is the Iceman saying so long from Ringside, Howard, and believe it or not, we will be back with you guys again next week, Howard, as we continue our Christmas countdown, ladies and gentlemen, with more excitement and more fun to talk about. So until then, folks, have a good rest of the week. Stay safe and be careful out there, especially on this Cyber Monday. And as we take you out tonight, Howard, this is one thing, Howard, that Chad did get to see as he's a youngster. So in our chat, we're playing this song for him because I know a lot of people saw this happen when they were kids. But Chad was the first one to see it, especially. So here is another edition of the J5 and their Christmas tunes. And I think Chad's going to like hearing one of their J5 tunes because everyone actually had a chance to see this when they were young, maybe. But if they didn't, I know Chad especially saw this when he was young. So, folks, enjoy this tune. We will talk to you again next week, folks, and again tomorrow night on Wrestling Visited. So until then, this is the Iceman saying so long from Ringside here in Nashville. And we'll talk to you soon. And now, here's our closing theme of the day.
we know Chad believed that mommy saw him kissing Santa Claus. So, see you next week, gang. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.